Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. We are live and coming out of the dank in Newtown. This is the Simpsons Index episode 34. Hello, I am your host episode J O'Neill. Episode J O'Neill. Oh my god, it's too hot today. That's the best. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said it was an episode. (laughs) I definitely should have said a J. (laughs) Anyway, joining me in the dank this week is... I'm not actually Colonel Clink, I'm just assuming his form. And... I'm Ruth Powers. Tonight has nothing to do with Nice Elliot. Tonight is all about... Sunshine, Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows, everything everything is... Yeah. And finally... (laughs) Say the line, Bart. <laughs> I didn't do it. Anyway, we just watched season 20, episode 10, Take My Life, Please. This is the one where Homer um, finds out that he was always elected class president, not Vance Connors. And um, he also gets a glimpse of the future that might have been had he known that fact um, by staring into some magic fortune-telling source. Now, before I ask you guys what you thought, um, this was actually... Uh, the first episode of The Simpsons uh, released that was in HD, the whole 16.9 format, and, you know, taking advantage of the new technologies available to them. Hmm. Anyway, just so you know. Anyway, guys, what'd you think? It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It was a piece of television that occurred. Mm-hmm. That happened. It I've was, seen that with my eyes. Yeah, it was half an hour of something visual that we looked at. Yeah. Yeah. With colours and, mm. and people and characters that I should have recogni- like recognised but didn't really. No, this is sort of where it's The Simpsons. You know it's The Simpsons. It looks like The Simpsons, but it almost looks too clean, you know? Yeah. Like, Wait. It's suspiciously clean. What's that too much definition. line about the, the cucumber nachos? Nachos uh, Flanders, Flanders style. style. Yeah. Mm, mm. Somebody think up that because that's... This was the nachos Flanders style? Yeah. As in you can call it The Simpsons, but it's just... this. You know, mm, plain. My favorite. There was no, there was no spice. There was, there was no Zest, meat. No zeal. There was you can no call it the Simpsons, it. damn it! But if it's not, it's not. Just mm. like that vegetarian sauce, it had nothing in it. Yeah. That I wanted. And this one's sort of a surprise because, like, one of the things that I compliment the new HD episodes on is really taking advantage of the space and the animation and doing a few more background gags, which this had, but it. It just had such an uneven story, and like it's always nice to do the flashback episodes, but um, uh, to yeah, Homer and Marge's time in high school. Mm-hmm. But this one with half flashback and then half uh, fortune telling yeah. source Italian man. Uh, I mean, to, to go from where my namesake this episode comes from, Colonel Clink, showing him what would have happened if you mm. married Mindy instead ah. of Marge. Uh, pure coincidence, isn't that nice? But I mean, that's just quick and that's funny, and here it's really laboured. Mm. You know that other little like brief joke where Homer's in the the rocking chair with all the money and Marge is like yeah. go go dancing. What would it be like yeah. if I robbed the quickie Marge? Exactly, it was like that joke, but for half an hour, mm. but not not even yeah, not good. punchy. No. There was no punch. Yeah, yeah, but I mean overall it was okay. But um, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of great material in this yeah. one. I mm-hmm. didn't think. I think it started off with a lot of promise. It, I didn't get a lot of laughs, 
like out loud laughs at the first one, but I thought, okay, this is sort of leading somewhere. They had the new character, but it was enough of a setup. There was enough of throwback that was like, you know, to previous characters like Poochie and everything on the Great Wall. Why is um, Poochie on that wall? Yeah. So this is Why is Principal Skinner on that wall? Why is anyone on that? He's a staple wall? of the community, damn it. Although yeah. I did like Who Hank Scorpio being like philanthropist. Yeah. That was quite good. El Barjo being mm. a question, question mark. mark. That was why, cute. Why though? I mean, yeah, who no, he's, he's, a, he's a famed graffiti artist. How is uh, that? Something like Banksy. Yeah, but Banksy's political and edgy. Maybe El Barjo is as well. We haven't seen him for a while, to it's be honest. True. No. Maybe drawing stink lines is the height of counterculture. Mm. I'm going to draw stink lines on more things. But yeah, Stop the drawing on my arm. Stop that. Look at all those flies buzzing around you. You're a mess, woman. Anyway. But yeah, uh, Simpsons do have this weird thing where they do bring Poochie back as if he was loved and all that. And like, it sort of yeah. feels weird, like as yeah. a joke. Like, I yeah, don't know. In context of the show, he was incredibly hated. And in, you know, from our perspective, he's there for one episode adding, you know, yeah, mildly to- tolerated. And like when they've done jokes about having like spare Poochie t-shirts or like... an uh, not great character liking him or something. I don't know, it makes sense. But this one, it didn't. Mm. But yeah, anyway, so let's go back to the beginning and talking about the whole Wall of Fame thing. and The famous Springfield Wall of Fame that we've definitely seen before. And this Vance Connor, which we've, of course we've been interested to, introduced to before in previous episodes. Yep. I don't think anyone in the 70s would be called Vance. I don't think that's a name from the 70s. Mm. Are there any Vances? Does anyone know a Vance from before 1995? Like, to be fair, most of us were born well after the 70s. So Vance Refrigeration. He's pretty old. That's a last name. Mm. Oh, Bob Vance. Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think, I think the setup was fine. I don't mind when they inject a temporary character because... Mm. It wasn't the kind of character that, you know, you should have known about previously. And they didn't focus on him too much. No. I mean, he was sort of there as just, you know, the nemesis for Homo for this one brief moment of his life. Mm. Um, and I, I, I didn't mind him in there because there was actually enough tie back. Like they had his actual principal in there. Mm-hmm. Um, they had enough Springfield characters of their age as students. But then it kind of went downhill from there. Like that whole plot yeah. line just spiraled out of control. Yeah, and I might be wrong. I thought Artie Ziff was president, but whatever. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. He was president of Marge's year, I think. Were they in the same year? Or yeah, they- yeah, it's been said they're in the same year. Mm. Homer is most likely oldest. He's repeated a couple of times. Mm. Yeah. But continuity isn't the most necessary thing, I suppose. Not for in a Simpsons, Simpsons episode, yeah. but it does <laughs> make you stop and think. Differ. But yeah, the whole gimmick is that he is just endlessly likable and he's sort of a bread and butter kind of like guy. Like, I, I did like the background gag of him like kissing the pregnant lady's um, stomach and then oh, using yeah, yeah. comic book guy's stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a good line as well when Homer's like, Ripping on Vance and is like, I'm going to go storm up to him and tell him, make sure, uh, force him to admit to me, me that he's actually unhappy. And he starts, crazy person coming through. And please see if we can ah, clear a path, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and that was another good one where him like walking, uh, storming through the crowd. There was some good animation there. Mm-hmm. And when he's talking to Vance, the birds are randomly spelling out Vance in the sky. And yeah, yeah little sort of background gags sort taking of advantage like of the space. Doing... Well, no, that, that was it. It sort of felt just because so many shit kept happening. For the very first HD Simpsons episode, mm. it, it was like they were going, hey, check out our budget. Look at all the things we can do, you know? Like the movie in a lot of ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would have been happier if more of that stuff was somehow related to the plot or if there was just... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And the background stuff that was there was fine. It was, just... it was, Or was it just like filling space? 
This whole episode felt like it was filling space. Yeah, mm. very true. They had a decent idea of doing a. Um, this was how it was always meant to be, transitioning into look what could have been, but. Like uh, the material from all of it just wasn't um, uh, overall wasn't great. I actually quite mm. liked the episode. Like, not like big quite like the episode, but I I thought I quite enjoyed watching it despite seeing. But this, you know, when despite knowing it's a bad episode, you enjoy watching it. Like 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 mm. like popcorn movies or whatever they're called. Oh sure. Um, there was nothing. Look, that's, that's why we have the bronze and silver rankings. Oh, <laughs> all the participants. Hey, hey, now let's. Let's not, Let's not go influencing people's decisions. <laughs> but that's the thing. It was it was nothing. Like I wasn't angry about it. I wasn't happy about it. It was literally just mm-hmm. there. It exists. And I wouldn't burn it, but I wouldn't really go out of my way to watch it again. It's just so bland. It's so bland. Yeah, it's 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 as bland as Vance. Like yeah, it it's oh. Um. So they go into the flashbacks where we find out that Homer was running as well, and he has he does have a joke I like where he goes up to make his mm. speech after Vance's great speech. Dondalinga does a few quick jabs of a uh, now Homer Simpson. Please hold your applause forever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Homer goes yeah. up and starts doing his speech and then tears it up and goes, I'm going to speak from the heart. Um, <laughs> Which has a joke, I, I like that. Yeah, premise, yeah and then dives and starts yeah. trying to put his speech the dictionary yeah. defines. <laughs> Pulling oh, out man, all the cliches. how bad was his written speech? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really like In the, the words of Ted Nugent. Yeah, I really oh like the fake God. out of, I'm going to go off book and that's going to be how I make a big stand and then immediately the, the reverse of that. Of, uh, I have yeah. Nothing. yeah. <laughs> he needed the book after all. Yeah. Um, I think Dondelinger is the best name for like shaking your fist and cursing. Dondelinger. Oh, it feels so <laughs> yeah. good. Oh, yeah. You're telling you me. at home, you, should, you guys should be doing that right now. Yeah, in fact, take a few seconds for yourself to just ruefully say Dondelinger. Almost cathartic. Sh- give, them, give them a moment. <laughs> oh, and we're ooh, back. That was good. That was a good one. Yeah, nice work. Especially you driving to work in California. Nice. <laughs> So he's in the bar, he's complaining. Yes, and yeah, Moe's now in HD. Yeah, that I like that. Yeah, yeah, really? I didn't think it made sense. <laughs> really? I've done that in life before. I've what? like told people I'm in high def now. Oh. You know, now in 3D, you know. <laughs> oh my God, you are. It's metagag. It's like it's I can touch wall. you. <laughs> Coming at you in the fourth dimension as well, as time slowly passes. <laughs> um, Actually, oh, that's the other thing I was going to point out. Uh, first HD episode and... um. So in the new revised intro um, where they're looking at their TV and now they've got a widescreen TV and it falls off the wall. The funniest thing to me is that the TV has the red, white and yellow cables, which like two years later got replaced by the blue, green, red, white and red cables. And then again, another year and a half later got replaced by HDMI, Mm -hmm. which will never be replaced. Man, this HD is some dated shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who even uses HD anymore? We just watch the episodes inside of our brain. We just connect to the interweb via. I'm, 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 I'm staying yeah. relevant to whoever's listening. In the future, yeah. You're saying <laughs> you're future-proofing yourself. Nice That's it. Because I was going to say like 4K VR, but you're ahead of me. So nicely done. Pff, come on, man. Hands? You play with your hands? It's like a baby's <laughs> toy. I still like watching Simpsons on Zoetrope, so you know, I'm old school <laughs> like that, though. Oh, please. It's all about the Thomas Edison, you know... T- uh, sound cylinder Wax I go into caves yeah. and watch them reflected by the firelight <laughs> beautiful man beautiful <laughs> I only listen to Simpsons podcasts <laughs> I've never actually watched the show <laughs> oh this wanker <laughs> so it was that uh, yeah and I liked uh, all the Lenny and Carl material actually in the bar um let's uh, yeah, I like our deeper characters. secret of like doing each other's haircuts no, oh, yeah. the yeah. mm-hmm. 
I just feel like when it cuts away to them having their little side conversation, it just goes just long enough that I can't stop picturing Homer sitting there twiddling his thumbs. Waiting. Yeah, while they whisper erotically in each other's ears. Uh, I'm sure they do that all the time, though, to be really honest. I'm sure he's used to that. Yeah, they they do spend a lot of time in, in each fact, other's ears. When he went to Lenny's house later on with the shovel, I expected Carl to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, where is he? He's just, got yeah. to pe- like, appear at some point. I kind of like the joke, California casual or yeah. business attire. Yeah, it was, then, o- it was only kind of funny because they then followed through with him being in a Hawaii, like a, I suppose, California casual shirt. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd just been in regular Lenny gear, it wouldn't have been funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we quickly skipped over the part where he, uh, he flashed back with like, where teenage Carl and I were walking down <laughs> <Yeah>. the... <laughs> oh, like reference. Also uh, skipped over Al Gore, which I thought was actually a cameo because he's... Al Gore is actually yeah, tight. Was it? Was it? No, it wasn't. They, no, they, no celebrity voices. Unless he didn't want to be credited, of course. But, uh, there's ooh. that possibility, but uh kind of sounded like an impression. I don't, I, I'm not sure. But R is Al Gore. Yeah, he is tight with the Simpsons stuff because uh, his daughter uh, works for the one of the studios and mm. has uh, was like a writer on Futurama, yeah. I want to yeah, say. I was about to say, it's him on Futurama, isn't he? He goes, $100 tip. That'll buy me one gallon of gas. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did also miss when Lenny and Cal revealed they... Uh, were told to take the ballot box and hide it for its secrets must never be revealed. Mm, secrets. Secrets. Yeah, which is a fair thing for Dondalinger to do. Good story point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, kids all joke voted. And it's very, like, well, 80s movie, you know. It's mm. got a good sort of oh, yeah. adventure vibe to it. And I like that it was a twist, that he wasn't just... Because we know him as, you know, absolutely hating Homer. Mm-hmm. Even in the flashback, he hates him. And then, like, he's very... Uh, relatable and mild-mannered as an old person. But yeah, it's like someone in a position of authority who saw the winner of an election and thought, you know what, I think it's best for them and the institution that they not actually be in this role. Mm. And, you know... Which somebody should have done for Trump. Yeah, but, you know, know, we're in the position that we're in, but it's also kind of funny because he called our Prime Minister Trumbull. Um, (laughs) President Trumbull. President Trumbull. Trumbull. He actually said yeah. president. Oh, my God. Oh, their press secretary is such a dope. <laughs> America's I fucked. also like the little, um, the, the joke where they're digging up and they find the box. This yeah. box will lead us to the next box. <laughs> it's right under <laughs> this yeah. box. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Some good treasure hunting gags. Mm. I always like. But what was stupid is that then the ballot, um, they dig that up at night and yep. then they're counting the ballots the next morning yep. at the Simpsons house yep. in... At, in daylight, so yep. they Homer, can only trust Lisa to count. Yeah, she's the only one who knows any maths. Yeah, um, I, 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 it was just an annoying interjection of the Simpsons family. They didn't need to do that. Homer and Lenny could have just counted it there and then, and then resumed the story after. You have that. to assume they're pretty drunk. Yeah, <laughs> but this episode requires me to make a lot of assumptions to make that connection. So I don't like it. It's not fluid mm. storytelling. Well, la di da. Yeah, you tell them, Elliot. Well, I'm sure they're listening to all my criticisms and taking them in. So yeah, Homer finds out he would have won the election all along, uh, confronts Don DeLinger. Yep. Uh, and which he finds out that, yes, he would have won, but because Don DeLinger overheard that all the students were going to vote for him as a joke, that he uh, decided to spare the school and uh, Homer's feelings. And because Don DeLinger has a heart of gold. And underneath that tough exterior and fun to say name. Despite that man not... Is, what a heart. 
Despite not saying he does still, I still hate you, Homer. And I've always hated you, Homer. And I'm yeah. going to hate you, Homer. Tomorrow well, I'm going to hate you. I'm gonna well into the future. And I'm going to hate you. On my grave will be written, I hate you, comma space, Homer. <laughs> on, his, on his space on the wall of fame. <laughs> um, but I didn't like Homer's line of, um, Marge, um, oh, you'd still be hot, just hotter. Like, What was that? I thought that was pretty awful, but you guys sort of thought it was funny. No, I thought it was really goes... Um, if I had won that election, it'd be me with the mansion and the hot wife. She's like, hey, it's like, no, no, it's to be married to you. You'd just be harder. It's like, oh, it's a kind of a double turn, I suppose. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it. Like, yeah. it was all right. It's just like, it in, the, in this fantasy world I've created where I won, you're even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like he's backpedaling, but forward pedaling at the same time, you mm, know. Forward pedaling. <laughs> also, we, su- we see Marge later in the uh, alternate universe, and she is hotter. She is yeah. hotter, so, you know. Yeah. Um, Another hot Marge episode for all you guys out there. <laughs> oh, man, she's Fox. Um, but what was the line about state to state, race to race? Um, oh, the death penalty varies from uh, from state to state and race depending or. on race yeah. <laughs> yeah i like that that was good speaking of which wasn't vance saying hey it's my favorite mixed race couple didn't that feel weird that like weird. jammed in yep. a bit yep it's always weirder when you you know focus on it yeah um yeah. was that their way of saying oh Are you he's saying so that mixed culturally race couples accepting are weird? no i'm saying pointing it beach? out is weird yeah vance is weird yeah. yeah, Vance is weird for just pointing that out. And I it's think it's like, weird that he pointed it out and everyone was like, yeah, oh, he's, he's so, so nice. nice and accepting. Yeah, yeah. He's so culturally appropriate. <laughs> he approves mixed-race couples. He just said it. Yeah, it's Lucky there was yeah. one right here. Nah, <laughs> for me to prove that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, and the, so Homer goes to confront Dongalinger and Dongalinger's got creepy legs. Yeah, he I did does. notice that. He had old man legs. But I like that. That's HD animation for you. That is the high quality <laughs> content really that I the, came here to see. Mm-hmm. You could really see the turkiness of his gross legs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually, but I did. I found that bit quite funny. They even did not seem strong not... enough to hold up his muscular body. Mm. And it, for some reason, I really saw their golf cart just crashing straight into him and breaking his, shattering his tiny, tuny legs. Wow. Did, yeah, did maybe if not it was Family coming? Guy. No. Yeah, maybe if it was Family Guy. Um, there was a good animation bit where Bart's driving the gold cart and it goes into the, the pond and then comes out the sandbank. Yeah. I thought I like that, that was cute. Yeah, that but was a little bit of wackiness that was good. No, it was good. I mean, was it was it a gag? Yeah. Yes. Did you think it was amusing? By technical definition of a joke, that was a gag. Look at me. I have a water bottle for a penis. <laughs> Never <laughs> fails to get laugh. <laughs> we say laughing. <laughs> it's true. I have such and such for a deck. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, confronts Dongolinger, has the flashback. Um, the whole respect and contempt bit from Homer was so draggy and annoying. Mm. Yeah. Respect you, I contempt you. What? Yeah. So I did lame. like I did like where uh, Dondelinger goes up to think about women he could have talked to. Yeah, I like it as <laughs> a bit. <laughs> I like it as a bit. It was sad and it wasn't necessary, but it was funny. And, and also it was rhymes, a poem. So it makes yeah. you wonder if that's like a thing. Is that a poem? Was somewhere? it a reference? Yeah. Could he have been reciting poetry? I actually really wanted to not be a reference and that's just how he does it. Wow, like he's, he ri- he's thought about it so much. He's written a poem about oh, it. Oh man. That's heartbreaking. Poor old man. Oh, man. <laughs> Dondelinger. Wow, man. Yeah. Respect. Bittersweet. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, I know I've had those moments where I'm just sitting there under a tree and I've been like, "Oh, that woman wanted to do me." Uh. <laughs> Wait a minute, come up for coffee didn't mean coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, she mistake. 
But uh, on the food index, we ate from Mary's again because it's fucking excellent. <laughs> and because I listened to the episode where uh, you all had Mary's last and, and I was really, really shitty that you, I didn't, didn't have, have Mary's. Mary's yeah. So... I kind so of demanded Mary's. it. Oh, yeah, we had the, the Mary's Burger. It's fucking fantastic. Got some chicken. Got some gravy. But now Jordan's going listen, to listen to this episode and be mad he didn't get Mary's. So we're going to get Mary's when we do it with him. What a shame. you're all going to get mad again. <laughs> oh, well. You started a, a sad, domino effect of yeah, Mary's. Exactly. So speaking of restaurants, so the family Ooh, Simpsons go to Luigi's. And yeah, again, Jordan, you and your fucking anal corner. That It doesn't <laughs> look like Italy. <sighs> He's right. It really doesn't. Hmm. Yeah, fa- but I mean, you can't fault the man for being right. So yeah, the family Simpsons go to Luigi's, and Luigi like overhears Homer telling about uh, how much he his life could have been better. And Luigi's like, "Oh, I've got a guy who works in the back from the old country. He says if you stir the sauce just right, mm-hmm. you can see your future. What might have been? What oh, might, might have been? been. Not yeah. your future. Yeah. You can see fiction, basically. Basically, yeah. So that happens. That happens. Just quick interjection, because um, there is at this point, he has a bit where he goes, uh, he's stirring, he goes, I like to stir, mm. which reminds me a lot of that guy like when Marge gets breast implants. Yeah. The guy's like, I like to chew. Are they trying to assemble like a really weird Avengers at the restaurant where they just have <laughs> people who are just really good at one thing? Or really like one things. thing. The chewer, the <laughs> stirrer, <laughs> the server, <laughs> the cashier. So, yeah, I like the bit where they've done a... Fl- uh, uh, fortune telling thing crystal ball but with the sauce and then homer's like oh my god how could you do this to me god and then he direct uh, the stirrer says ask the garlic bread it'll tell you and yes they sort of point out their own stupidity but then they sort of keep doing it like they keep sort of implying how ridiculous it is that they're yeah because got homer, a crystal ball sauce homer does <laughs> look talk. at this guy checking out the garlic bread lol yeah and it's kind of like dude he just saw an alternate future or alternate past in sauce why is garlic bread so far-fetched yeah See, that's what i liked about it i actually liked that joke because it's so obvious that yeah once you saw and believed that so easily why wouldn't you believe the bread but i like that they made fun of it the whole sauce joke that i found uh, ironically really irritating was when Lisa kept interrupting and mm. explaining mm. what was happening like oh so your life would have been better oh so your life would have been the same as irritated as the sauce stirrer was so was I like they yeah. should have just had the flash whatever it was back forward upside or just, down or just stay in the flash and have Lisa's yeah. voiceover don't cut out of it and come yeah. back yeah. in the sauce guy being like whoa whoa keep watching First off, like he already knows what's going to happen in this story. He's mm-hmm. already peaked on. Oh, he's been, on, yeah, he's, he's peaked it. on the Simpsons' future, like mm-hmm. previous past fantasy fiction. Like, oh God, it's too hard to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was like he'd already seen it, and he's like, "Just can you hold your horses? Stop watching, you know? Stop assuming." At he what point is he planning to stop? Is you know, he... it's almost like when you watch like a movie with someone who you know doesn't really watch movies. And like, especially a horror one or something where like they get scared and they don't see the jump scares coming or, or they don't get the structure that the the person who the camera has been focusing on the whole time is going to come out of the horror movie (laughs) winning. Like, yeah, you know, when they're surprised by actual movies. Yeah, yeah, I was in LA once and we were just doing a stay over and we had the literal stereotypical women behind us commenting the whole way. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like if I'd cared about the movie, it would have been annoying. But there's just like, literally, uh, between talking about, you know, getting their hair done and stuff was, uh, oh, who's that? Oh, is that his wife? I thought she was dead. Oh, she's not dead. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, don't go the in thing? there. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's like at rom-coms where they're like, oh, 
oh my god she's totally gonna marry that jerk no she's <laughs> not no, no, no. no <laughs> she's not have you seen any of these movies ever you know she'll end up with Richard Gere well I thought she'd end up with a rich bastard <laughs> is that true but he's Final cheating answer? on her <laughs> Uh, um, there's a little bit of continuity in the um, so they're doing the fortune telling bit now they're done with flashbacks mm-hmm. and it's all just what could have been so it turns out that Homer uh, had a shot with Debbie Pinson and took her to the prom that's a little bit of continuity yeah, there we've that heard you bring of up Debbie Pinson her before. name gets dropped yeah. like it's hot yeah, I think the first one was in uh, when he changes his name to Max yeah. Power and... The Debbie Pinson? Yeah. <laughs> Marge, that was Debbie Pinson. Debbie Pinson. Yeah, so we actually get to see her now. And uh, yeah. everything going so well for Homer, because even though he, um, everyone kind of voted for him as a joke, things go really well for him when he, when he, when he wins. Yeah. Because of his good friends, Lenny and Carl, mm-hmm. always there. Mm-hmm. They really back. sway the crowd, don't they? Mm. They are the public speakers that should be running they for president. They are the mixed-race couple that everyone oh. approves of. Oh. They're my favourite mixed-race couple. Oh, actually, I have to mention there was one joke that I was just like, ugh, where, uh, was it, I can't remember which one it is, Patty or Selma. I was like, I'm not uh, gay in this reality. I'm like, yeah. oh, come on. Like, yeah, that was... I didn't like the cheerleader being like, what, you want me to use my human brain? In my yeah. in my head, yeah. and then she's presumably <laughs> leaves, and then comes back with the book, like she was gonna do it at prom. What yeah, the fuck's going it's, on? Well, what's really weird is uh, the bit when then she then rants at Homer. Her like voice sync is way out. I'm pretty sure that's some ADR that yeah. went on there. So, what could have been? Let's see the let's, let's stir some sauce and see the alternate alternate reality where they went with the first version of that and see what she actually said. Yeah, <laughs> get some sauce. <laughs> oh, we still got mash and gravy. We could try to stir <laughs> the gravy. All right, we'll get onto that in the break. Oh uh, yeah, and also I'm just going to quote this and let everyone just sink, and then we'll uh, move on with our lives. After Homer gets elected, uh, Lenny and Carl are like our president's a real loser. Just proves you don't have to be popular to win. And moving on, so uh, then <laughs> naturally Mr. Burns drives past and uh, sees Homer and is like, yep. ah, you must be a part of the student body electorate. Tell me, what are you, treasurer? Assistant treasurer? <laughs> Whatever Secretary? It is. There we are. And he's like, no, I'm president. So, Ooh, well, come work for me then. And he's like, Sector 7G. And I do like the line, uh, that, not that testicle shriveling torture chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another great Burnsian. Like, no, at least they kept Mr. Burns' uh, language, his dialect, pretty uh, intact from the glory days. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, and there was also Debbie Pinson's line when Homer does end up with Marge. Uh, she goes, oh, I would have let you go to fifth base. You would have told yeah. your grandkids about it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a painful base, Debbie Pinson. That's kinky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those of us who know, you know. <laughs> and then Homer tries to live in the sauce, which naturally anyone would have done. I do like, yeah, oh, I yeah. like the story yeah. line yeah. of, if you think if you could live in the sauce, I wouldn't live in the sauce. And he donks him with a spoon. I thought that was cute. Oh, yeah. oh um, um, alternate future where he's got the big mansion. Uh, before that, where the normal house turns out to be, um, turns out to be the, the guest house, the guest house for his grandpa. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, is it, I, I swear grandpa's wearing the jacket that, Biff wears in the future where it turns <laughs> in a good Biff into, into a meek, mild-mannered Biff. Oh, uh, maybe. Because we're doing the alternate future thing. I yeah, swear yeah. it's the same jacket. I Could bet it's not. Well Yay! Yeah. We'll have to watch Back to the Future too to find out. Yes! Yay. 
On to the Back to the Future Index. <laughs> They're <laughs> all <One> good, <laughs> basically. Well, yeah, the only other thing, I like how he's in a depressed slump in the pool and he starts mm. algifying. Yeah, that was good. That's kind of funny. And they no, say, they go, yeah, Dad, we have, you have to come inside. They just cuss to him being inside still in the pool. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Right, Quick joke, doesn't uh, reference itself. Um, but then the Batman bit, I thought, was just tedious and laboured. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it ends up with the family taking down Seymour Skinner's plaque and putting Homer's up as class president-elect. And presumably hiring a red-headed child to take a photo with him because who the fuck yeah, would have come and take... So I don't weird. understand. Uh, was the bit that he... Well, I mean, this is still bad. Well, was the bit that he mistook president-elect for someone who was elected president? And yeah, Daddy, probably. take a photo with... Some- I want to be someone who was elected president one day. Mm. Um... Yeah. That's still a really still weak a shit kid. Bit. I mean, no kid is going to go up and get their photo with a class president uh, regardless. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, you must live in a small town if that's like a notable achievement. Worth oh, yeah. Of. And his dad's like, well, we can't all be Homer Simpsons. <laughs> and also, I mean, it's clear that the family has chiseled a plaque off the wall when they shouldn't have and placed it there themselves. So how does anyone actually know about him? Yeah. Well, to be more fair, at like, this point... Homer's been to space. Yeah. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, he's a like homegrown the credits, astronaut. Man. The number of things he's done that he should be on that wall for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, if Poochie's on there, come on. Yeah, right next to him. Yeah. And he was the voice of that. Oh, yeah, he was Poochie. But it also kind of bugs me that this is the conclusion. That yeah. I was like, oh, I saw the amazing mansion, the no kids, the slightly hotter Marge I could have had. And uh, but oh, it's all better because you put my plaque of me. Up. Nope, they just go walk into the sunset uh, in going after the Korean barbecue place that spells out the date of your death in beef. Mm-hmm. That but, wasn't a bad joke, but it was such a nothing episode. Like yeah. it was a nothing beginning and nothing middle, and nothing then the end. end was no conclusion whatsoever. Yep. Mm-hmm. and you were just left feeling like, oh, okay, yeah, did I even watch heavily, anything? Nothing happened. Yeah, it was all heavily laboured and just kind of. Yeah. All right. Well, that means it's time for the questionnaire. You changed how you say that. I like it. Yeah. Ooh, do it again. Do it again. Yeah. 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 You'll have two takes to work. It's time for, for the questionnaire. That's pretty good. It's different, you know. Yeah. It's time for the questionnaire. Ah, mm. uh, uh, you take classic. Two. <laughs> um, storyline-wise, I threw out, but yep. it was a, t- a, a a flashback episode and a fortune telly episode. But and yeah, one of my biggest problems with the story was that. And I didn't even notice it until you guys pointed it out, which was how often it was jumping between flashback yeah, and flash forward yeah, and flash yeah. alternate and all that stuff. It, it wasn't consistent enough. Um, uh, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Mm, I'm going to no. say no. Nah. I'm going to say no. Like, it had some moments that I really liked the pacing and the flow of. Uh, like, like, when they were rolling back to... Um, uh, when he wakes up, Lenny in the in the apartment, and they go out and dig up a thing in the woods. So eighties movies, could yeah. be the Goonies or something. But all the jokes that I liked were a little too stretched out to enjoy. And B just taking notes of my reasons. He's gonna shoot me down when it gets to his turn. You don't know me at all, man. Oh. He shot me down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why I'm not wait? Even wait till they're done. Yeah. Damn. Uh, anyway, on the whole, it was. Really unmemorable an episode, uh, despite despite bits that I liked the kind of the style of and the feel of. Nothing really made me laugh, and nothing I'm really gonna remember after tonight. Things indicative of feeling like a Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Well, what bugs me is it took so long to get to those those flashback uh, crystal ball kind of moments. You think about the other ones where we do this, like the Esquilax Gypsy 
and oh, yeah. uh, the you know Native, Amer- Native American fire, uh, things like mm. that. You get to that in the first act, and that's what the episode is. You know that from structure. From this, it took so long to get there, and then it didn't really mean anything new, I guess. It was just... And there wasn't really a story happening in those flash forwards and flashbacks and stuff. They were all their sort of own isolated segments. When you do talk about Lisa's wedding, there is a big story to that whole thing and there's minimal cutbacks to the present day. Yep. Um, Yeah. Hmm. And even the opposite of that, where we have quick slices of how much better Homer's life could be with the uh, Mindy episode. Mm. Uh, Again, it's just quick, it's fast, it's funny, and then you do something else. It's it's so heavily labored, this. That that was the the Ghost of Christmas Past approach, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, that's almost like what this is doing. I really... Didn't like. I know it's. I know it's not the, the point, but I really didn't like that they used L- Luigi's mansion, um, <laughs> Luigi, <laughs> Luigi's cook as the gypsy this time. Mm. It. I mean, first off, it doesn't off, make any sense. Why not just use another gypsy or something like they've used gypsies? They've used Native Americans for some reason. They've used Ghost of Christmas Pasts and Colonel Clinks. It felt like using the chef was their gag of going, look how wacky, how are we just going to get to the, the gypsy thing this time? Yep. Yeah, um, it may as well have been uh, like Mo and he had like the pickled egg jar yeah. and yeah. saying yeah. like, when I rub it, oh, that's right. Like, at least we would have gotten there faster then. Yeah, yeah they were already at the bar <laughs> or Homer's al- always at the bar. Yeah, so that felt like a really pointless gag and it felt really bad. Like like it wasn't yeah. funny enough for it to be justified. And as you said before, Elliot, like, why is the whole family there? It's not actually... A family thing. It's yeah. not a family thing. It's not really necessary for them to watch along with this. Homer could have had that revelation himself. No, it's Homer's story. Like, yeah. They watch and Homer Lisa's get laid on prom night like a bunch of times or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> really weird, weird that you'd want your family to see that life, whatever happened. Mm. Um, uh, play count. How many times do you think you've seen this? Um, so this one comes on the season 20 DVD, which was actually released like pretty much straight after um, it it finished airing. Uh, Simpsons were doing a lot of 20th season like promotion. Look how far we've come. Mm. And we're about to see it again for 30 in a couple of years. Um, anyway, so I had this DVD. I've seen it a few times, but it is one that like in putting on the disc, um, I'll actively skip because actually the 20th season has got um, some pretty choice episodes in this. And this is probably one of the weakest. Anyway, that's the play count question for me. How about your guys' answer? Zero. <laughs> First timer. First timer as well. And I also like your use of the word choice. 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 I was just thinking that. <laughs> the surfing what? is choice. I choice think it's, is it Australiana? I think that's... Yeah. that's it's, oh, yeah. it's Hawaii. It's Hawaii. I thought it was New Zealand. Possibly. Surf's choice, bro. Oh, Surf. okay. Surfers. It's surfer lingo. doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. Was it in Moana? It was in Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, because oh. apparently um, California surfers will also do that. Nah, yeah, and yeah, nah. Really? Ooh. Apparently, I've heard. So. so, Wow, we're connected by a stupid saying. I know. Mm, we're connected beautiful. by the beach's bra. Yeah. Yep, people it. in California, please leave a note. Do people in surfers there say yeah, nah, when they mean no, and nah, yeah, when they mean yes? Or absolutely not is yeah, nah, fuck, nah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you just really want to confuse someone, nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> and tell us about the quality of the surfing as well, please. Is mm. it choice? <laughs> I hope it's choice. Mm. Oh, and the marijuana. God, I want to go back there. In four years. Um, so that was first time for all of you. Danny, yeah? Yeah, look, I think it was. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah. No, nah, look, I think it was. <laughs> I feel like I might have watched it. You, you know where it's sort of familiar, but it's sort of not... This is the first time I definitely paid attention like to it. Like maybe you were around my house. Um, yeah, and it and, was like three I, in the morning and we yeah. were both like blitzed. 
And I'm like, hey, check out new season of Simpsons is great. Trust me. <laughs> and they fell asleep and had the best nap on each other. Mm. It was... Well, Joyce. we've been so tired from all the sex. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Elliot's a very comfortable place to nap. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have spongy shoulders. <laughs> I know. They're comfortable and absorbent. <laughs> so if you want to have a good cry or a good nap, Elliot's shoulders. I think that's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just following you up. It's called teamwork. <laughs> Wackiness! <laughs> Speaking uh, of wackiness... Yeah. So, yeah, this episode is like stare into the source and see your fortune. Sort yep. of wacky. Yep. Well, it gets through about half the episode without that. It's just, yeah. I'm regretting the past. That's fine. And then, yeah, source wacky and Bart driving the... Turkey you know, legs wacky. Turkey legs driving a golf mobile through the pond out the sand trap wacky. Yeah. Doesn't really help, but it's there. Um, heart. Did you guys feel the heart? I think we we're just saying how unsatisfied we were with yep. the resolution. Because mm. we've had this plot line before, so... Yep. This is being done worse. You know what I would have liked? I'm sorry, guys. I'm just thinking aside. If, like, instead of the source, he just, like, brought out the thing longer in the what-if machine. (laughs) Well, I I was just thinking then, what if it's just, like, a dessert in which you see your past? Like a fortune cookie. They've been to a Chinese restaurant and gotten fortune cookies. Yeah, but like, what if it was like, oh, you Mystical need the ones. real fortune cookie. Mm. Yeah, like, one that you, ah, you alternate future about, cookie. Yeah, the alternate fortune cookie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> alternate future. That's pretty good. Full of alternate facts. But yes or no, would you... <laughs> <laughs> yes or no, would you watch this one again? No. 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 I don't know if I'd avoid it if I, like, I wouldn't Come seek man, it out by any stretch. There's better things to do with there your half hour. That, I, I like get, staring I'm, at a blank screen. I'm going for the hungover couch bit. If I'm there and the remote is just out, I have to get up to get the remote and this is on, do I bother? To its credit, it's not intolerable. No. Uh, Exactly. So I'm going to say, if I'm lying down and there's a nice frosty glass of water or something near me and the remote is, I would have to get up for it, then no, I'm watching this one. That's fine. You know what? That's the thing. I would probably, like, it would start playing and I wouldn't have even remembered seeing it because it's so forgettable. Yep. I would be like, oh, what's this one? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So not that it exactly deserves to be in a playlist, but if they were, it, that's a cut and dry. It's high school flashbacks and Dongolinger. Dongolinger. Yep. Yeah. And fortune telling. Yep. Dongolinger. Let's rank this thing. <laughs> On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six points scale, which, you know, at the very bottom for the very bad episodes, we started a failure. But, you know, maybe if it was just a bit mad participant and then going up the scale, it can be bronze, silver or gold. And then for the most essential episodes, you can rank it a cubic zirconia. But I don't think this one's going to quite achieve those heights. So I'm going to kick off the rankings. I'll show you how it's done. I'm giving this one a participant. It was almost bronze, but so uneven and flat, and I like it less after talking about it. Pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. Um, let's go to Claire. Yeah, participant. I didn't hate it, but I didn't think anything much of it at all. It was there. It exists. Mm. Good for it. Beige. Well, I'm going to go with the flow and continue this participant parade. It's uh, it's fine. It's not horrible. You don't want to yell at it. It's just completely pa- forgettable and possible. Can we get participant pizza afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> um, I started out actually wanting to give it a silver uh, for like the first 10 minutes or so and sure. by, the, by like minute 15 or so it was a bronze and after talking about it it's a participant um, I was enjoying watching it I was enjoying watching it I didn't think any of the jokes were funny I didn't think the delivery was funny I liked this sort of adventure romp they were mm. on but so, so it had this sort of not atmosphere but momentum which was good 
Um, but there's nothing good about it specifically. Yeah, it's you know like sorry, you you saying that makes me think a better episode would have been extend out the the seeking treasure adventure line. Yeah, like the and, dead body episode. Yeah, and along the way they talk about Homer. Why does this really matter? Is your life really going to be that different? For real, they just like click, and all of that exciting stuff just was over. Yeah, I mean, I do like the gag. It's going to tell us where to dig right under this box. But um, yeah, why not have an adventure with this one? And then you can talk it out by the time he gets there. Maybe he doesn't care what it says anymore because he likes his life Ooh. now. Better episode. <clears throat> Done. Rewritten. I love, the, I love the rewrite mid-podcast. <laughs> um, they should just podcast their own series before they release it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that does it for the HD era episode. And now we're going to go all the way back to season 10, which we actually haven't covered on this podcast since episode 11. Um, it's a long time ago. Galaxy Far Away. Speaking of Galaxy Far Away, <laughs> we're not doing the Mark Hamill episode. Um, we're doing I'm with Cupid and... Um, the one with Elton John? It is, isn't it? It is the one with Elton John. That's why I said it. Don't look at me. I'm just... A go- I don't know. <laughs> I'm so hot and tired. I don't know. All right. So we're going to turn the aircon back on and fucking... It just winked with both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you got the looks, Toots, because you ain't got the brains. (laughs) Fuck off, bitch. We are back, and we just watched Season 10, Episode 14, I'm with Cupid. And Claire picked this episode because I fucked up and lost my USB. We were meant to watch Marge Gamer, but I thought, you know what? Claire, you missed the early days when we used to uh, used to let people pick the episode. When we had freedom. Mm. Yeah. And my opinions are, you know, incredibly valid and worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Elliot. So, after rejecting your first five suggestions, <laughs> we settled on this one. <laughs> and this is the episode where um, Apu has been lying to Manjula, um, saying that all Americans work an 18-hour day and a seven-day week, mm. and... Um, so to make it up to her, he gives her seven days worth of Valentine's gift, much to the annoyance of the spring, uh, the other men in Springfield who are currently looking uh, terrible by comparison. Um, so Homer sets up a scheme to sabotage. Anyway, we'll get to that when we Guest do. Guest starring Elton John. Guest starring Elton John and sorry, the sorry. late... Gra- Sir Elton John. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait, we're in the monarchy as well. We got to recognize royalty. Mm. So I'm with Cupid. Guys, what did you think? It's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's good. So it starts out with uh, story time, and Homer's regaling Lisa with the time <laughs> he had to go to the bathroom at uh, most. That, that, oh yeah, that, that, that was the time the handsome prince really had to take a whiz. <laughs> the evil evil troll Barney had left it in a horrifying state. In a wicked <laughs> so state. He, he went to the enchanted back alley, <laughs> where he passed out until the kiss of a friendly raccoon woke him. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. I that was really, wonderful. I never remember that bit, but every time I see it, I love it. You yeah. know, yeah. I always forget that it's in this episode. And this transitions into Marge tucking Bart in, who. Um, after his prayers immediately goes, oh, mum, i got a project that's due tomorrow. Do it for me, please. Yep. Yeah. So she does like a sucker and goes out to the only place that's open at 11.30 at night, which is uh, the, the Quickie, Quickie Mart, Mart, setting up the theme for the rest of the episode. The and poo has that fantastic much. line was like, but the, it is 11.30, it is the perfect time to sell to stone teenagers buying shiny things. <laughs> it's like a living mirror. So I really like this episode. I really like the pacing of it. I really like that jokes 
keep coming with they don't waste oh, yeah. any lines there it's going so many from, i couldn't even write down because it was all it was amazing and they're, um, they're just quick subtle not overly hit lines. they don't point out jokes they don't no. like later simpsons has a tendency of like really pointing at the joke um, there is one bit of wasted thing that I'm just going to rip this off. So yeah, Mudge sp- stays up all night, makes a digestive system for Bart. Yep. And um, and also this joke I didn't like with Homer's like stomach grumbling. Mm. They oh, thought yeah. it was the machine yeah. turned out to be Homer. I haven't even turned. Saved by the line of "Oh, I'm never going to eat chili again." Ooh, Ooh chili. Chili. I Man, thought it was good I until that point. That line uh-huh. so many times in my life. Really? So many times. Yeah, yeah I know it's a... Uh, okay, maybe I'm... never going to have alcohol again. Ooh, alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. I feel like... I, I, like they gave up on that script line a little quickly. Like, uh, here's the project. Boom, project blows up. That's the end of that storyline. Yeah, that's like exactly that. what I was going to say when uh, with the whole wasted time thing. Because, yeah. Then, like, yeah, it gets on the bus and Nelson destroys the project. And... It's a cool animation bit with the stomach blowing up and everything, but yeah, that's where the story ends. It doesn't go anywhere. See, I like that because that storyline didn't go anywhere. It wasn't meant to go anywhere. The focus had shifted to the A storyline, technically, so and they needed to end it, but they still ended it in a funny way with a good bit. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It just felt like... Uh, yeah, think about my opinion, yeah. <laughs> Consider it. Well, I want to say you're wrong, but I just don't know how yet. Uh, I'll have to think of a way. You'll come back to there. it, yeah. We'll put it in a post. Well, <laughs> just dub over me saying... I mean, it's not the worst perpetrator of like the whole like act one irrelevant left turn sort of thing that we've sort of yeah. discovered that yeah. uh, can you, you, be indicative of a bad episode. But yeah, You could have left it out and it would have made a difference. It would have just been Bart then goes to school and that's it. You don't need anything past the... When they he's clearly saying, drop Some it. of your best work, Mom. Yeah, I mean, there's clearly drop unanswered questions. He's going to go into school, haven't got a project, get in trouble for it, yeah. have to scrounge up some sort of last minute or then He'll then be riding yeah. on a blackboard, he'll ride a skateboard back home, he'll sit on the couch with his family. You know, it's fine. It just... it. It leads you to the status quo. We know then that he failed that project because it exploded. And Bart never passes. So mm, it goes back to the mm. status quo. Ay, caramba. Looks like he'll have to do the fourth grade again for the 28th year in a row. Yep, mm. and specifically because of this. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the only line I didn't love out of it was Nelson's finishing. I was like, where do I go from here? And I was yeah. like, eh, that was a bit meh. Yeah, because it could have just ended on, are you happy now? Very. Because yeah. that was funny. Yeah. Like, that was the funnier end, yeah. Solving world hunger. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, and making it sort of eat its own intestine. Well, that's pretty. That was a good animation bit. All right, sorry, ladies and gents, but we just took a quick break just for some crumble top. I'm not sorry about that. Um, but yeah, guys, crumble top. What did you think? I approve. Mm. You have to remember there is a significant amount of top compared to pie. But yeah. that is not a bad thing. No, because it's good top. It's good top. Just pick. Make sure you pick a good top, like a top that yeah. really sounds good to you. So yeah, it's like a pick and mix thing. You pick your top. You pick your crumble. You pick your sauce. You pick your ice cream. Yeah, a lot like hiring a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a serial murderer of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you didn't say prostitute <laughs> why would anyone kill a prostitute yeah you just paid for that yeah, let's just give the money and they, and they leave anyway <laughs> so did we watch the simpsons i can't remember oh valentine's day that's right yeah that's so why i'm talking actually, about we just got up to uh so where they killed the um prostitute. false start story god damn it dan 
<laughs> Fantastic, Dan. <laughs> yep. Um, he has to spoil your takes. It's the Dan code. I know. <laughs> it's the way you play. I am so sick of that card. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, pre-joking. Um, so Apu and Manjula are setting up their house for dinner, mm-hmm. and they start getting a little frisky, and then Homer and Bart <laughs> just barge in. Then there's like that great moment of maybe we should uh, not answer, and then just like <laughs> doors unlocked. Yeah, just let him off. Just oh, yeah. uh, Apu says, "Woo, you are one more hot mama." Yeah, <laughs> also incredibly quotable. Oh man, I use that all the time. Never not on gets me. Every girl, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. and I love the the margin manjula equal amounts of shame bit. The shame negotiations. It's an it's a crucial part of every meeting. I also do like the ooh chickpeas, lentils, and rice. And what's in this one? Chickpeas and lentils. You should try it with rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other bit with the music as well. He puts the music on, and it sounds. Oh, oh whoops! Turns down. The just speed. turns. A, yeah, just an RPM joke. Yep. Classic. Uh, you make me feel so young. Um, so yeah, the ball drops and uh Manjula finds out from Homer's, you know, lack of work ethic. What's an that... meltdown? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> lack of work ethic that um yeah, Apu actually works way too hard and is probably uh, um spending a bit too much time at the Quickie Mart. Yeah, and she feels slighted, understandably. They didn't want to spend any time with her and he's like this is how I shower with your presence, baby. It's actually <laughs> it's actually a really great story move after they had this arranged marriage. They sort of mm-hmm. got into each other without um, knowing too much. And th- that's it. Apu's trying to introduce uh, this person into his life when he's already had a history of just being a workaholic. Yeah. And There's a few really good shots in this episode. I-, I noticed them as they came past. This one when... Uh, when they go into the kitchen and they start arguing in Hindi. And then it pulls back. It does like a pan back to behind uh, Homer and Marge's p- point of view of them in the shot. And then they do, 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 it does the door thing with the beads and they can and still they see them. And they actually lowered the um, sound of them talking to make it yeah. sound like it was actually behind that was a wall. Re- it was a really smooth pan back, like a yeah. great camera. Do- was that a dolly? Was that a dolly? Yeah. If they had dollies in cartoons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they draw them. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, while I'm still on this on this point, there's another really good shot. Uh, after Homer is the is the leader of the mob, which is always a great trope, by the way. Uh, there's yeah. a really good shot of of them in the car in the stakeout scene, and it's like got this great beautiful angle of the car, and you got mm. all five of them. And there's got a second shot, just like face shot, uh, which is standard thing. But there's one just. Fr- couple of frames of ooh that that was nice that yeah, was it, tasty. it's a very almost like noirish detective yeah, yeah. stakeout shot yeah hmm. it's very cool um and i like the bit after they have the argument again another good shot the big wide where um manjula assumingly throws the karma sutra out the window <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, and I like that for a throwaway joke of like Homer driving the car while trying to read the book. <laughs> read it, yeah. If you're going to like, if you're going to be reading that book, let so, me drive, and then instantly pulls like over. pulls over to yeah. read it, and then like the the joke on the joke, they stole our idea. Look, ooh, and then like screeching as well. Yeah. Off camera, yeah. I, and I even love the lead up to that, where he's like, "Oh, they're newlyweds. They'll fight it out and then make up with some snuggling." That's when she throws him <laughs> kind of out the window, which is a great point because a, it's funny, and 
and B, it lets you know that no, that's not how this is going to no, work. No, it's not going to happen now. Yeah. yeah. And I think it moves the plot and you get a laugh out of it, which is great. Yeah. And so coming into Act 2, Homer's at the Quickie Mart trying to go through Valentine's Day cards and <laughs> oh, settles on your appealing with the monkeys on I, it. I um, can't believe you put back, you're a heck of a blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> Another one like for the love of crumb cake. I've just, I don't think I've ever noticed that. And it's just so goddamn funny. You're a heck of a blacksmith. <laughs> and uh, then he crams five like uh, reject so long, cards. Losers. Oh, crams them back grandma. into one slot. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, yeah. So then Homer yeah, talks to Apu and reminds Apu that it's actually Valentine's Day coming up and he's got seven days to woo the woman he loves. Yeah. And for his sweet manjula. Mmm, sweet manjula. <laughs> Um, so cut back to the Simpsons house and I love the dog dragging in the giant Sunday, <laughs> Sunday paper. Oh. I don't actually know if it's still a thing because I haven't bought the newspaper in years. Probably, probably somewhat, I guess. But yeah. Sunday paper is still newspaper. bigger than the others. Yeah. Um, I, th- uh, I, I mean, and then he just throws out all the heavy parts after like yep. just watching the dog drag it. Come on, boy, drag the fucking head. And blames the dog for the tax hike. <laughs> tax hike, bad dog. <laughs> Yeah. I know, especially uh, the vet said we shouldn't make him do the Sunday paper anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good boy. Good boy. Like, Tax so. hike. Bad <laughs> dog. Also, what an um, asshole. I don't it's know such if a it's great just flow of jokes. What year was this one come out? Uh, season 10, so like 98, 99. Yeah, that still feels weird that the whole family is sitting around the paper. Is that a strange thing? Is that a Not strange in the 90s. I do remember, like, yeah. Sunday... By 99? Times are different, <laughs> but they're still the same. You've got Dad sitting there with his morning iPad and Mom's baking a fresh <laughs> Apple computer. Mm. <laughs> it's all more or less yeah, the same, yeah. just slightly different. I wish my mom could bake me up an Apple computer. <laughs> they're delicious. They <laughs> discover the personal ad left by Apu for Manjul. It's really sweet, and Marge is like, you never did anything like that. A <laughs> lot of uh, No, no he goes, he's got the better line of, um, remember when we used to take out personal ads? Uh, the only ad you ever took out was to sell our laundry. You sold it, didn't we? The lawnmower, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lawnmower. You Fuck, sold I it, sold it. laundry. <laughs> and I love the joke that Homer like equated a lawnmower ad with um, a personals ad, like <laughs> that he was getting all nostalgic for the time back in their youth mm. when he used to put out an ad for the lawnmower, and they sold we it. We sold it, didn't we? Just <laughs> love the way he says it. It's like he's got yeah. the little dreamy eyes. So much romance in that. Yeah. In that. Yeah. And it's he's not being malicious. He's just being um, ignorant. Sure, but. Not malicious. He's not jerk-ass homer. No, He's no. just stupid homer. And it's like uh, Manjula and Marge, they're playing badminton and talking and comparing Homer and Apu. And Manjula mentions that he left wild rose petals on the bed. Marge sometimes finds pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. I will really got to say, I do like the pacing of this as they don't bother showing you that. They just tell you. It's one of the few yep. instances yeah. where tell, don't show works better for, um, for pacing. It's got a good contrast to the start where like, uh, Man- Manjula's all oh uh, the, the, part, the part where he's all oh but Ho- Homer surely works 18 hours a day oh but Homer surely works 7 days a week mm-hmm. um, and now she's like oh yeah well yeah true Apu did this for me surely, surely Homer's Homer that. puts rose petals all over your bed and surely like Homer has of, like, 13 inches of what cucumber <laughs> slices in his I don't know. I can't remember the, the second thing. Wow. Greatest save ever. <laughs> Claire, you were saying? I like the way that Marge at the beginning was like laughing, like, oh, sure, he's like that. And now <laughs> yeah. she's like, yeah. just starting to get like a little bit annoyed. Like, why the fuck isn't he like that? You yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do I tolerate this? Yep. 
and uh, uh, and the parrot like another quit little uh, parody lyric bit. And oh yeah, I like that yeah. they even called attention to it where Marge was bragging to Homer about. Then the parrot sang. Uh, no, not, sang I, I love, love the, the nightlife. nightlife. I hate, I that, hate song. that song. Me so too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's really with, funny. With clever new lyrics. <laughs> and at that point, Homer brings up, oh, I got something planned for you for Valentine's Day. It's not that stupid monkey card I found in the car. <laughs> 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 like, Wouldn't you like to know? And his little... <laughs> <laughs> Can't even cover his own tracks on that. Uh, to the rare instance of tell, don't show works better. We then cut to... Um, please see if we get him in bed with... What's his wife's name again? Sarah. Sarah. That's right, Sarah. Um, who... Who's you know reading her comic strips for some reason? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she turns over and says, "Man, you're like out to go to Lab OM." And then we got the famous Sarah. Please, it's ten dollars a pill. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but again, it, they could have done it yeah. in a montage, but I way prefer that they just did it in these individual scenes that just have you don't need to see it. You just know exactly what happened. And but then they do show ones where you get a joke like a, a chocolate husband. Like, Help! I can't breathe. There's <laughs> <laughs> nougat in my ear. There's a bitter in my eye. <laughs> Man, someone reading out aloud comic book strips is one of my big pet peeves. <laughs> you don't find it amusing? The I <clears throat> And then the pigeon said, <laughs> and then in the next panel, he's got this look on his face. Like, yeah. oh, you wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh, I hate and, it so much. And so Black Spy ties a bomb to White Spy's <laughs> back. But I also love that up until now, obviously she was into it. You know what I mean? Like, well, this in the is next after, picture. After three, the you lasagna know, tray totally, is empty. What was it? Totally raunchy or uh, something. Joke. Oh, uh, uh, h- hilariously distaste- distasteful. Distasteful humor. You're, uh, you're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, four plays different for everybody, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no judgment. Whatever floats your boat, what, right? One person's um, pet peeve. Yeah. Pet peeve is another person's fetish. Not only that, maybe it just gets her so fired up with aggression, she's good to go after that, and that's just what they're into. <laughs> Whoa. She's just like, get the paddle out, Sarah. <laughs> get the handcuffs. It's time for some hate sex. It's not funny when you read it. Out. Um, <laughs> so, and yeah, Kent Brockman in the news. Um, just trying to pay for it. Oh, Ken Brockman in the news is just like fucking Apu is a piece of shit, making us all look like <laughs> cocks. Intrubulating as well. Was <laughs> to, he is intrubulating the rest of us. I wanted to look up if that was a word. Of course, it's not. Oh, I hope it's not a word. And I'm, I'm gonna guess it is. They just went with the old timey <sighs> version. No it's man, like, it's, like, it's a perfectly cromulent word. That's Come it. On, it's guy. in beginning. Yeah, the, they the everything they yeah. can out of the thesaurus. Same thing. Is uh, that one last time? The results are like Frankie Simpsons, Atkins, Simpsons, yeah, Simpsons, Simpsons, yeah. Um, in not a real word. Um, well, there we go. I was wrong. And yeah, there. Homer's watching this, so and um, Marge is doing checking receipts in the background. <laughs> finds out that Homer spent more on temp tattoos. But again, just before that, you've got the great line of uh, "That's the problem with these people: communication, too much communication." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Homer. Clearly keeps every receipt for temporary tattoos. <laughs> I know I I know I have a yeah. huge collection of those back home. You kill a taco. Ah, way to go. <laughs> here boy, here, here boy. <laughs> so good. Um so yeah, all the men are mad. They uh, gather at Moe's for a shutdown meeting. Time for a mob. Mm. Uh, I love I love when Homer becomes a mob leader yeah. and he's all his his mob speeches to the People. Yeah, it'd be easy to blame ourselves. <laughs> but it'd be even easier to blame our poo. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, 
Oh, and uh, at most they say that uh, Opu and Manjula are riding on a horse-drawn carriage with towing a bed and a symphony. And um, and the Shriners? What's a Shriner? All I know is it's guys in fezzes and little cars. American things, religious thing. It's pretty outdated by now. No one, like no one really Christian. cares. Like a Hare Krishna. Like that same sort I think of... it was more linked to just like a club rather than a religion, but I'm willing to be incredibly wrong on that. Hey, internet... Tell us how wrong we are. If you care, it's it's fine for you guys not to care about Shriners anymore. They're pr- yeah, yeah. So the mob of twenty people at the bar turns into five in Homer's car, and, and um, the Shriners and the lepers play their ukuleles all day long. And everyone shave your back for a nickel. <laughs> waka waka doo doo yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they're doing the stakeout, and I love the bit with Homer and um. I'll tell you when I'm driving. <laughs> you'll know because you'll know when I'm driving. Yeah, Take that's right. Starts rolling out. Yeah, such a great little sequence. And yeah, uh, you made a good point during the episode, which is why is Flanders there? Oh yeah, why did Fl- I mean? Did Flanders go to the mob? Uh, did Flanders go to the mob? Like like Firstly, hey, Flanders looks like a pub. mob. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, also remember that during Kent Brockman's uh, news report, one of the names he specifically mentions is Maud Flanders. Oh, you're right. So she must have been super pissed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he's like normally good with that stuff in like that episode where he was dressed up as a love heart playing the guitar. Oh, and wasn't there one where he's like shirtless and doing something for him or something? You just remember the he's part where he's shirtless. shirtless. Yeah. Well, yeah. come on. We're just going to... Jack has a thing for Marge. You have a no, thing for no, Flanders. No, I do not. Do not spread that. He is not my type. Mm, I'm just saying... too much then. I think you guys will have a very satisfying night if, you know, no. uh, you get a no. green dress and no, put your hair it. up a little and you grow a moustache. Claire's favourite flavour. Plain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. Oh, my God. We can reenact that scene from Streetcar Named Marge. Oh. Oh. Stella! Yeah. Especially the bit with the broken bottle. Whew. Can't wait. <laughs> Overpower her. I'm trying. <laughs> anyway, back to this episode. Yes, yes, and not stupid sexy Flanders. Why was he in the car? Why was he in the car? Um, I, I mean, even if he went to the mob for some reason, Flanders was like, you know what would really help me? Go into a mob. Yeah. And then... Then in the next scene, he's going to the stakeout. By the way, they have like a, a noir stakeout for some mm-hmm. reason. Uh, Wiggum was talking all noir. Does anyone remember what Wiggum said? He was like, uh, oh, the size of a, do- a diamond, the size of a doll's head. Oh, yeah. and they do that whole back and forth with the breakfast at Tiffany's thing. Because yeah. they say, yeah, yeah. Out of Tiffany's jo- it felt so hacky that It bit. is, isn't it? I mean, it's, it, that is done. That is yeah. a done joke. Um. Uh, so they follow. So yeah, I think Flanders was only there so he could get shoved out of the car. So later. he could be the yeah. wet blanket who's yeah. like, oh, we could have written yeah. sonnets for our wives, lovingly it, repaired antique clocks. But it did do the bit like they shoved him out of the car and then uh, he goes, oh, I got a bit of Mo's hair, and like you see Mo, <laughs> Mo with his che- uh, with his shirt open, with his chest hair gone. Lucky oh, I nice. got Mo's hair. Yeah, exactly. That's what. What I does work. that mean? No, it's not lucky. It's like at least I got a hunk of Mo's hair. I'll like- give it to Maud. <laughs> <laughs> she loves that. She loves voodoo. And then they follow <laughs> Ned to the airport and special guest star, Sir Elton John. I believe he played Manjula. <laughs> <laughs> played for Manjula. Oh. <laughs> Essential difference, man. Snap. With clever new lyrics. Um, which is, I, did, um, I was sort of a bit mixed on his material, actually. I like the bit with, um, uh, oh, hazing the new guy. You know, when yeah. I was knighted, the queen paddled me silly. Yeah. <laughs> I just really like uh, Elton John. That's my name. Well, not really. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked the material with Elton John and Apu more than I did with him and the mob. Like, that Queen Paddled Me Silly bit was probably the only bit I liked out of that. Mm-hmm initial startup oh I, I did i did quite enjoy that you know they instantly assume that's the reason he's there but it's actually because of the chandelier <laughs> yeah you know, like there's no way he actually would have stopped in springfield he wouldn't have done this normally and no. i'll um and yeah the plane with the glasses was a bit silly but i liked that yeah the plane had a chandelier that was faulty and that, like, that was fun. again Likely. yeah, yeah <laughs> again <sighs> tell you what we can put a man on the moon we can't get a chandelier to work in a damn airplane so they look uh, Elton John in a dog carrier and they leave him there As when they do. discover that, no, Apu was at the airport um, because he was giving Fantastic Dan, and we're not talking about our guest Dan here, who is commonly known as Fantastic Dan. To the ladies. <laughs> I'd rank him more excellent. Well, that's to the ladies. To the fellas, he's excellent, Dan. <laughs> Subpar <Yes>. Dan. <laughs> oh, excuse me. That name does it's not. not what you called me last. It was adequate, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's thanks for trying, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you made an effort. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Apu is getting uh, buying the services of Fantastic Dan to write a message to Manjula and discovers that Fantastic Dad uses sarin. I don't know what that is. No, no it's, oh, it's just the chemical. Ga- it's a chemical weapon. Um, yeah. It's. But of course, it's left over from when it from when the ship with the plane was used by the Peace Corps. By the Peace Corps, sarin gas. Mm. Surprising for the Peace Corps. Pff, that's the Peace joke. Corps. <laughs> More like leave you in pieces, Corps. Uh, I found I found Fantastic Dan's voice choice kind of weird. No, it's um, the best. Yeah, yeah also, the old timey Skyrider voice. And he shows up in the Carney episode. He does show up in the Carney episode. He's living in the Whack a Mole. Oh, uh, is he? Yeah. That's yes. where Fantastic Dan lives. Did you call me, Spud? Oh, wow, and that episode was before this episode, too. Yeah, he's had a long and interesting career of two things I can think of. Wow. <laughs> like, the fucking, not even BC, like, the F-grade characters, like, Fantastic yeah, Dan yeah. and uh, Debbie Pinson. Like, I'm going to start noticing this shit yeah. now. But then we've got, as referenced earlier, the great line of, uh, you can't write the message, I have to, it's the Skywriter's code. I am so sick of that damn code. <laughs> you, know, you, you fool, you kill us all. Oh, that's, no, that's really good. Correction, kill us both. <laughs> <laughs> I love the plane fight as well. Like, some of these action montage fight sequences, yeah. like, can go a bit Peter Griffin versus the chicken, where, like, lots of stuff happens and visually interesting and stuff, but it kind of, it's boring to watch. Why is this going on? Yeah. But, but you've got the great line of, why won't you die? <laughs> but, yeah, the fight managed <laughs> Fantastic to... Dan is a beast. I know. Oh, yeah. Hey, that guy's trying to get him to break the code. He is not doing that. Mm. He take, There's a man who takes that code seriously. But yeah, and I think it was really sweet how like, yeah, it was left with I love you explosion and like all the women were able to sort of take what they wanted out of it. (laughs) I love you, Angel. I really like, I love you, Puff and stuff. Oh, Clancy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Edna. It says, it says Edna K. It's a little run together, but that's what it says. And then Marge is like, I bet it doesn't say Marge. Uh, Squiggy? Epsilon? What is Epsilon? Epsilon is a letter of the Greek alphabet, which looks nothing like that. It looks like a Y, doesn't it? Epsilon? No, I'm pretty sure it's like a backwards looking E, but pointier. Either way, it doesn't look like that. No. (laughs) Also, wait, I have to jump back. Another really nice little Edna K gag was she won't even let me clap her erasers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a euphemism, but you feel like it's probably exactly Exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Again, another man's uh, pet peeve or tedious task is another person's foreplay. Mm. Um, 
And I like how, uh, yeah, uh, in the bit with um, Elton John and Apu, um, that Elton goes, yeah, I just caught, uh, chewed my way out of a dog carrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all the Apu song pun titles, their bitch is back. <laughs> oh, God. Why do you take me it's to the such bad head? jokes? But it's exactly <laughs> what had to happen. Uh, which then ends with uh, Elton John serenading Manjula on the top of the Quickie Mart, which, important to the plot, Apu has closed... Uh, yeah. To make a bit the the gesture, oh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, also, grand gesture. Then there's the champagne slurpee. Mm-hmm. It should get you pretty darn. Which, hungry. like, I like as a joke, but also it doesn't work. A champagne squishy would not get you that drunk. Like, I mean, you say that, but it depends. Maybe uh, Manjula's alcohol tolerance is low. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe he put a shit ton of champagne slurpee with like six shots of vodka in the bottom as yeah. well. Yeah, that'd work. That'd get it's you pretty hammered. Colada. And it was clearly like an XL size one as well. Yep. Like he did not stint on the mm. cup size. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, not for you, his woman. No way. I will say there's a bit of a misstep. He gets Elton to play your song, which is shit. So of all the songs to pick, I love your song. It's terrible. The lyrics are awful. It's like That's the songwriter right. they forgot the they were writing a song halfway through. There's literally the lines, anyway, the thing is, what I really mean. It's like, what you, did you forget what you were doing midway through the song? He forgets what colours the girl's eyes are. Come on, man. <laughs> They're like, pretty, I guess. That's, that's pretty much the line. Well, I, I hope you don't mind, because I really like it. You shouldn't. It's awful. Um, and that bit pun was too. And he's all like... Yeah, I know. <laughs> if, if I was a sculptor, but then again, no. What the fuck <laughs> line is that? <laughs> And just before we hop into the questionnaire, there is the other great resolution to the Homer Marge sort of, not rift, but just sort of little bit of unhappiness going mm-hmm. on that, yeah, yeah ends rift. with Homer lucking out. Oh, the roses. Yeah, being dragged by the plane so through the rose patches, roses. landing with two dozen roses on bent knee. One in his teeth. It's beautiful. <laughs> that guy is so dead though, man. His head went through the bridges and through the yep. bricks and the chimneys. I think I have a collapsed lung, but... Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always I'm going to snuggle your brains out. You can really hear the quotation marks around snuggle that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Well, that seems to be the end of the episode. So it's time for the questionnaire. Also, your song references itself as being a song. I hate it when songs do that. This gift is my song, girl. That part? Yeah. Just there was actually a run of them in the mid 2000s. Remember the these words are my oh, own from true. my heart. Like she lists the chord progression in it. It's so annoying. Oh, like you know, a minor fall, a major lift. That's a lot um, of things he's talking about music in a song, which is slightly different. It's while he's doing those things in the in the chord changes, though. Oh, yeah. Time for the questionnaire. So storyline-wise, um, it was an A that had slight little diversions. Mm-hmm. Bart had a B story. It just got snipped short, you know? Yeah, it split yep. early, but then it became a, you know... It was it was a nice flow. The B story yes. was necessary to... Well, it wasn't necessary, but it was an entertaining way of getting to the Quickie Mart. Mm. Yeah. And getting it was Marge a- to the Quickie Mart specifically, because Homer would never have bothered setting up a, a play date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dinner yeah. date? Yeah, that's a good point. Did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Most definitely. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I gotta say, like, some people consider Nine to be where the classic years end. I think this is, like, one of the good arguments that it extends into the teen seasons. Because, like, this is solid. This is Mm. so Simpsons. And uh, not only that, it is evolving Simpsons as well. It's, um, 
fleshing out the character of Apu, recently married, showing his new trials and tribulations with that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few ones that does heavily focus on a side character. Yeah, so it, it's changing up the Simpsons uh, pre-established formula, but doing it in a way where it doesn't feel like they're just changing it because they're out of ideas. It's just... It's just, here's another thing we can do with the characters we have. It's like last time we did um, the Principal Skinner dates uh, Patty, and that was, you know, season two. We're focusing it's... heavily on the uh, auxiliary characters, and here we're doing it again, but in a, to a very good effect. Yeah. It's also an episode by, I mean, t- season 10? 10? Yeah. It's also an episode where we're deep enough in that they can have a lot of characters involved without having to introduce who they are as a character. They Mm -hmm. can cut to Clancy and Nancy, (laughs) um, and we already know what kind of people they are, so we get the joke. Then then it cuts to Seymour and and, and Schleemore, and you're like, yeah, I know exactly what's going on here with the dusters and clapping. And and like the mob scene has uh, has Snake, and it's got Sid and Nancy. I mean, it's got Lenny and Carl, and all these people there, and you're like, I know exactly how all these people are being. I'm stalking, having moved me back to 250. For real. <laughs> um, I like the way that everyone reacted to it as well. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. That's too, too far. <laughs> 200. Um, play count. How many times do you think you've seen it? Start over here. Many, many, many hundred. Many times. Sure. Oh, God. I don't know. 40-ish. Like. Uh, as many stars as there are in the night sky. Poetry. Wow, that must have taken so you a long romantic. time to do. Yeah, I'd yep. say like probably up there at least 80 or something. Um, yeah. Uh, any memories of how this episode influenced your life? Told me a lot about romance. Hmm? Girls like it when you have a collapsed lung. <laughs> I know. Some girls do. You're well. missing the point. You had to go through the plane fight to get the roses oh, to land shit. first. You can't just rock oh. up with a bick stabbed into your chest. That explains a lot. <laughs> Okay, thanks, man. Elliot taught uh, me a lot about romance. This is the love corner with yeah, Elliot. Yeah, one man's chores is another man's kink. Yep, exactly. Um, Wackiness, benefit, detriment, at present absent. Uh, Plane fight's pretty wacky. Yeah, I think it ramped up naturally. I mean, well, I guess the the digestive system bit, bit of early wacky. Not yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Just exaggerated. Bit. Huh? It's the chocolate husband chocolate bit. Husband chocolate bit. husband bit. Um... Elton John just climbing in the dog cage. Um, I mean, you know. Oh, that's pretty average behavior, isn't it? For, yeah. El- for Elton. <laughs> for any celebrity, really. Yeah, I thought the wa- yeah the wackiness was definitely there in spades, especially the plane fight. But, you know, it, it ramped up there organically it it. and it was totally earned at that point. Yeah. And I liked that it was a plane fight. And he did land perfectly with the rose and everything, but he was so injured. Oh, yeah. man. You know? yeah, he was There was wrecked. just enough realism, realism yeah. to... I, that was my air quotes, by the yeah, way, guys. you can't see them. <laughs> uh, to the wackiness. But yeah, he's messed up. He's just... Yeah. Roses. He's all scratched, collapsed long. Exactly. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's just the right amount of real and just the right amount of like non-concern from Marge because he <laughs> yeah. looks... Absolutely fucked up, but you know, she's too overwhelmed already... by the sweetness of yeah. his uh, mm-hmm. gesture, even if he just lucked his way to it. And but, like, I guess the pain was enough <laughs> of Saying, a lesson to him. Here, boy, up to the tattoo of the dog. That was wacky. I didn't actually like that joke. I didn't want to step on you guys before, but I thought it was Aww. dumb. Of course, it's dumb. 
That's why it's funny. Yeah, but it's it's Homa dumb. Homa's being dumb. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not. A I could see him like doing the whoop, 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 running around looking for it. That <laughs> yeah, might have pushed like him a little episode far, where Bart writes on the back of his head and he wants to read it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I also like that, you know, Marge has been doing like accounting to work out <laughs> just how shit a lover he is. Yeah. And he's such a child. Not only that he's spending all this money on temporary tattoos, but that he's got like no concept of even like what yeah. she's trying to say to him. Um, I remember how to breathe. Yep. So in an episode about love and Valentine's Day, what'd you guys think of the heart? I liked it. I think it was there. Yeah. yeah. You get it for some yeah. real you get some real lovey dove from Apu. You really get a feel from Manjula when she's like getting frustrated with Apu. Yeah. Where, oh my God, how, you you told me that Homer works eighteen. A- what, I can't believe not everyone works eighteen hours, seventeen Weekends? days a week. Weekends. Yeah. yeah. Which is the line I think you told me it was American tradition to work all the time and never see your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but it wasn't that saccharine. Like it was. It was. It was actually. You know. It was quite tame, really, but it was it was subtle. It was know? subtle. It was good, though. Uh, uh, uh. Um, yeah, and the heart was there. Um, I hope it all worked out for the other men in Springfield. Like, Homer really lucked out there. Homer really lucked out, and it kind of ignores Wiggum and Seymour and everyone. And also ignores Homer's um, coming to the realisation himself. No, he had to just be beaten the living fuck out of and dragged into a rose bush. Well, that's potentially the the downside of the episode is all the other men just luck. Everyone just lucks out. They don't actually put in any effort. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the skywriting. I forgot. They're all, all just, that, yeah. theoretically, they all just get rewarded uh, by being assumed to be romantic while actually doing nothing. Yeah. So you could call that a kind of problem. It's a bit of a jerk-ass every man in town yeah. episode. Yeah. But the largely, because the through. focus isn't there, the, we've got a lot more focus on Apu. I think it, yeah. it, you kind of—it's not too big of a deal. Well, actually, look. To be fair, pretty much every man before Homer just says, "No, no, take the easy way out." Was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's it's us. Like, yeah. we're we're shit at this." And so, essentially, you've got Homer, mm-hmm. what Wiggum, yep, Skinner, Skinner, and Mo. And Mo. I mean, Mo doesn't even... Doesn't like, he's count. stalking doesn't someone. Count. I don't think he counts as that. And then the other two get sorted out. So, yeah. I, I think said, it's, it's okay. It's not yeah, that bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's just, if you're going to pull a particular problem from the episodes mm. uh, yeah. plot-wise, that would be the one, I think. Yes or no? Do you want to watch this episode again? Yes. yes. Elliot, do you want to watch this again? Yes. So, if we were to put it in a playlist, <laughs> what would the theme be? Uh, romance. Apu episodes. Yeah. Uh, themed slushy romance episodes. Romance Apu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get out, yeah. So the Manjula saga as well? Uh, mob, mob, mob mentality, mob rule, mob, yeah. mob, mob leader speeches. Um, yep. uh, also, like, stakeout, stakeouts. They're sure. great. Oh, episodes where they blame a poo. So this and the uh, immigration one. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Topical. Mm. School projects, you know, going amok, science fair projects and stuff. The word snuggling is used. Oh, <laughs> sure. In, in quotations to mean fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what does fucking mean, Daniel? Snuggling. Oh, that's, it's a, that's pretty cute. Fornication. circle. Let's rank this thing! Okay. <laughs> um, so, Claire, kick it off. CZ. Really? I love Give this episode. Zikonia? Yeah, it's, it's really, yeah, I really love it. It's, I think it's tight. I think everything ties together nicely. Everyone's very in character and on point, And the jokes are all laugh out loud funny. Cool. All right, Danny. I think I agree, actually. Um, it was 
very fast. There wasn't any wasted time. All the, it was, everyone was really in character, really funny. Uh, whole way through, I was just going, "Dang, I really love this episode." Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's a good feeling, isn't that a good feeling? It is good to like things. Yeah, on Valentine's. Ha. <sighs> Beach, what about you? I don't know. Um, a long time through, I was with the gold. It's one of those ones where I'm trying to find something to pitch me one direction or the other because it is structurally very good. Jokes are very good and very fast. I'm just wondering if it falls under the title essential. Like, is it in that upper echelon that absolutely deserves to be viewed again and again every time it's on? Do you want a bit more thinking time? I want a bit more thinking time. Because I'm actually going gold. Um, that's unusual for me. I'm usually in the nice judge. But no, um... I think there are a couple of problems with this episode. I think there's a couple of jokes that fall flat. and uh, But, I mean, overall, the package is a gold standard package. It's a fucking uproariously hilarious episode. But, like, for the few technical faults that we already listed, I don't think it's, it's a... the chili sens- bit, isn't it? You don't like the chili joke. I no. love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll stand on different sides of the fence on the Taco <laughs> Bell and the chili joke. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, ultimately, I still think it's a great episode. And, you know, seek it out, you know, if you're mm-hmm. done with all the essentials, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, I, I just don't think it's completely essential. Um, BT? I'm still deciding a little bit, but I'm going to go with my intestine guts one more time. And, yeah, I'm out of gold. It's just, it's just shy of that greatness. It's tough call. And it's one of those ones that don't, I can't really find terrible faults with it. Any one thing I can find fault with is very minor, but it's just shy of that perfection. I can't say I agree with you, but I don't think you're wrong either. You mm. know, it's it's, and that's fair. I can't say I disagree with you, but I can say your eyes are beautiful. And Happy Valentine's, Ben. You too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and now um, we are going all the way back to season one for our next episode. Oh, and I'm so guys, excited once again. Uh, we have another competition winner. Woo-hoo, who is it? Competition winner. So on Twitter, at one word long, hit us up and uh, suggested Bart the General. I picked this episode and then afterwards uh, he got in contact with me to let me know that uh, him and his wife actually have a website called Flim Springfield where, yeah, it's a Simpsons blog and it's really cool. I recommend everybody go check it out. Um, I get it. Flim Springfield from the uh, Radioactive Man movie episode. Nice. Correct, nice. sir. All right, so again, thank you at One Word Long. And um, yeah, we're about to go uh, deep into the first season. Get Balls right deep. into the... Have you taken your pill an hour before? <laughs> yeah, those of you looking to fornicate after this show, take your pill now. Looking to fornicate. We just watched season one, episode five, Bart the General, as suggested by our competition winner at one word long on Twitter. Um, yeah, so we're sending him a box full of goodness, stuff. some stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be a good box. It's gonna be a good box. I'm a little jealous. So yeah, we watched Bart the Generals. This is the one where we first meet Nelson Muntz, and in defending Lisa, Bart becomes uh, subject to Nelson's bullying. And uh, Grandpa Simpson, along with Herman, the owner of the military antiques shop, uh, set out to uh, declare water bomb war on Nelson. And guys, what'd you think? Quite grand. Oh, wasn't it a delight? Hmm. 
charming, enjoyable. Takes me back to the Halcyon days as a child. <sighs> it does. That's it. It's a really nostalgic episode. I mean, watching it back after seeing, you know, a lot of the other much better animated, um, mm. much mm. tighter episodes, you can see there's still a lot of flaws with this. But I think it's actually, I was thinking it was going to be really hard to compare it because first season Simpsons is like a whole different, whole different thing. Ball game, yeah. yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And um, like the first couple of episodes with The Simpsons um, look a lot worse than the rest of season one because there were a lot of problems with Claspicky Cuspo. I don't actually know how to pronounce that. No one But cares. they were the animation studio that did uh, season one and some of t- season two, to my knowledge, but were eventually dropped. But this one, like, yeah, there were flaws, but like, especially the wartime stuff and the montage. Oh, that man. stuff looked great. Mm. Yeah. So many like m- war movie references as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll get to that when they do. But starting out at the start, there is the great animation bit, and um, oh yeah, they had um, like this sort of underwater ripple effect used to represent like the gas and heat, the heat in the yeah. oven. Um, yeah. It was really interesting because they've literally never done anything like it in the twenty years since. You know. Mm. Yeah. Well, they're like, well, how do we make it look hot? Uh, I don't know. We don't know how to animate that. Let's just put a filter over it. Yeah. Which later on we do get in. Um, I don't remember the lot where in the kitchen being so wavy. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they don't use those sort of techniques. They usually do like all those effects in drawing. You know. Yeah. They don't yeah. do like yeah the whole yeah. mixed media sort of thing. But obviously that, this was just much cheaper. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Early CG animation. <laughs> Speaking of superimposing, Spud is superimposing his desires to have a cupcake. I was really surprised oh. that he was like opening a hot <laughs> oven door and just reaching in there. Yeah. I was like, stop! <laughs> it if was you... the eighties. Kids know, didn't but burn like, then. Yeah, kids weren't flammable in the eighties. <laughs> they weren't fucking wrapped in cotton wool. And... <laughs> just like autism, <laughs> flammability is just, a completely new thing. Something millennials made up. Third degree burns. <laughs> mm. You were either burned or you weren't. There were no degrees. All right. <laughs> yep. So it starts with a yeah. Lisa's baking cupcakes for her teacher. Uh, Bart and Homer both go for them, but you know Lisa's like, no, no, they're for my teacher. But then there's a great little bit where Homer is taking Bart through the steps of success, and one is butt kissing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, implying that the only reason that his daughter has been getting all these good grades is because she knows how to grease the yeah. wheels. He's like, a cupcake here, a A on your test there. And she's like, no, I get it because I, I'm smart and I study and I work. I was like, yeah, yeah, Lisa. Anyway, Bart, what do you have to do? <laughs> it's a good classic parental Homer. Yeah. yeah. Homer the dad. This is what, again, yeah. still working on how many we have, but this is the flawed patriarch Homer, the very Definitely. first version. There's a lot of him in, of, in this episode the well-meaning so, yeah well-meaning bad parenting yeah. he literally does a thing where he's like sit down on my knee and we'll talk about it like you know and maybe get some frosty chocolate milkshakes yeah. yeah but yeah it's so like you have to think about why it's bad again like um when bart's in the bathtub and he's just been bullied and homer's like your mother has the crazy idea that you're upset <laughs> oh and goes oh now now we don't want your mother to know you've been crying <laughs> like you know what though like it, it sounds really awful to say but his advice is not 
exactly bad advice. It's the sort of shit that you learn when you become desensitized as an adult. You're like, mm. yeah, you know, you get ahead by like knowing the right people, <laughs> not bit. knowing anything. That's the code of the schoolyard. You've got to make fun of people that are different. <laughs> exactly. And don't like, voice an opinion unless you think everyone agrees yeah. with you. <laughs> I mean, you work in an office and you do get ahead by cupcakes and muffins and greasing wheels. Fair is fair. Mm. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing about like, you know, just punch the damn bully back. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, things that parents would should never actually say to their children mm-hmm. but everyone kind of thinks at the same time just like knock him on his yeah. ass because you can because you're a child absolutely but like yeah homer and this is doing the the opposite of what all the you know uh whatever the brady bunch's dad's name was mm. and all that kind of thing where sit down well, what you have to do is talk to this bully and get him to understand you're like no nope, go for brady. the family jewels <laughs> although i i did think that like marge busting in on their father-son talk was a bit like faux pas parenting as well it is uh, i um, think i think that's right She's like hiding outside the door and bursts in to kind of push, and push home out of the side and say, no, this is what you got to do. I do like the Skinner moment where it's like, yes, yes, he'll get you after school. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Bart and the whole cupcakes thing, Bart and Lisa are on the bus. I love that whole bit of the insult turning into an apology turning into oh, yeah, a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. And Lisa into... just playing him like the saxophone the whole way through. And, and the very uh, child thing of um, open your mouth and close your eyes and you'll get a big surprise. Oh man, that <laughs> scene. That's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you might give me candy. I can't see what's in your other hand, so we're going to risk this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another rule of the schoolyard. Don't do anything w- where someone says, okay, close your eyes first. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> No. no. So yeah, they show up at school. Uh, Lisa's hurries out with the cupcakes when some I don't know what the hell is that. Bart got his cupcake. As far as he know, he got a cupcake. Yeah, sure, it fell on the floor first, which yeah. is incredibly mean of Lisa, but sure. That's it. I actually quite like Lisa with a little bit more like childish pettiness to her. <laughs> Sometimes she it's can very be very human, like, isn't it? That's it. Sometimes she can be too much of an adult. I mean, she's only eight. I like that she does. Like even the the classic episode where she experiments on him, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just it's clever. She is clever, but she's still a kid and yeah, she's still yeah. shitty with her brother. Like I like those episodes. Yeah, and the, the rare moments you get are usually really good. I think mm. I'm thinking right now of um, the Sherry Bobbins episode where she's like, "We need to go do this and this." And like, shh, TV. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and I think. The word humanizes them. Yeah, that's totally it. They seem like kids in this mm. and they're doing kid things and they say those playground little yeah. chants. Yep. And then when Bart like suddenly leaps to defend her, mm. suddenly that's a really like for net for these days, out of character Bart moment, but it's really touching sort of brotherly affection. Um Yeah, when someone grabs her cupcakes and just eats a bunch and then steps on them. Yeah, so uh, Nelson's little lackeys, the um Kids that are drawn exactly the same, except they're um, from different races. Yeah. It's cheaper that way. Yeah. <laughs> palette swapping is cheaper. Yeah, the palette swapped friends. Yep. <laughs> How I, it's what I call you guys. <laughs> they both kind of sound like baby versions of the mafia thugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Louis and, and what, Legs. Is yeah. Yeah, mm. I do like how they organize his beatings. So, like, Cal's <laughs> 315 for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finds out he's picking on, yeah, a friend of Nelson Muntz. And then for the first time in the series, uh, we meet Nelson. And Mm -hmm. he is so much more menacing in this. Yeah, he's terrifying. He's He's a good head and shoulders taller than the rest of the kids as well. Mm. So just picks Bart up and Bart madly swinging, doesn't notice. He clips Nelson in the face. Bart clocks him. Nelson doesn't even blink. Yeah, he's got the great line then of, uh, you made me bleed my own blood. (laughs) No, this happens all the time. Someone else's else's blood blood gets gets on on me. me. (laughs) Yep, yep. 
Bart says, oh god, a cold wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very, he's almost Shakespearean in that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, a cold to- wind doth blow, foretelling my doom. But yeah, talk about yeah jokes that totally flew over your head in the day. Like, yeah, but oh yeah, just uh, to point out, this is also John Swartzwelder's first uh, oh, really? solo written credit. Yeah. Nice. Um, it feels work, very Boy. obvious now that I think about it yeah. with all like the war stuff and yeah. Um, yeah. He's very much into war and American history, and because what's great is we go from that bit straight to Bart in class, and he's kind of starts daydreaming, then actually dreaming. And has that great dream sequence where oh, Nelson's just it. this giant coming after him, and he's throwing knives at him, and he just kind of rakes him aside, and then yep. shoots all the bullets, and they just ricochet, throws the gun, and he just eats it, and it goes up that very like <laughs> nightmare esque yeah, uh, the stairway, the never ending staircase, twisting and changing, and ah, oh, it's it's lunch time, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So good. Like, this is another thing where they did the fantasy sequence, but that totally reflects the child's idea of fear mm, of what's and, going on, like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. what might happen. It yeah. was threatening. It was a very scary dream. Like, to, you can sort of picture yourself being in that dream. It oh, was, yeah. It's yeah. creepy. It's a very classic, like, Donald Duck sort of dream sequence as well. Yeah, um, I hate dreaming about Donald Duck. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate. Well, no, it reminded me of like like Nazi Donald Duck, where mm-hmm. <laughs> oh jeez, every night he wakes up screaming, ah, Nazis, <laughs> Nazi ducks. <laughs> um. Anyway, was, d- dream sequence finishes and heads in the cafeteria, and yeah. Lisa's like, "Oh, it's oh, yeah. Bart, my brother uh, Bart, the bully killer." He's. I, I'm gonna hopefully remember this line correctly. He goes, "Thank you, everybody. I'm not saying I'm not a hero, but I am saying I fear for my safety." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How often does a whole school cheer your praise, you know? Yeah. And so they organize the fight and then Bart has another fantasy sequence of uh, his own funeral. Yeah. yeah. We get so many good jokes in this one. Yeah, and I really like that sequence. I never really thought about it before this viewing. I never thought to imagine this as his projections of the characters. Yeah. because Like, re- this is what my dad would be like. This yeah. is what yeah. my sister would be yeah. like. Um, no. I should have just given you a cupcake know, after all. Just, Lisa just says, oh, <laughs> I should have just given you a cupcake instead of drawing it out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is bullshit because that had nothing to do with yeah the, but from a kid's yeah. perspective yeah, yeah Bart still really feels really unjustified and, I love, he, and he got a cupcake I love Skinner's line where he goes goodbye Bart I guess you're right all that homework was a waste of time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and Homer was like yay thank you I got a day off work for this so, I mean I got a day off work <laughs> and then the, and then Nelson, Nelson for some reason despite being the one that murdered him is allowed at the funeral with his little bow tie and just like starts wailing Wait, on the corpse kidding. after stealing the cupcake again. Yep. <laughs> so good. Oh, to a bully, nothing tastes better than the cupcake that came from the corpse of your yeah, enemy. <laughs> Which, you know, mildly traumatized me as a kid. I was like, stop, stop, <laughs> he's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then the, the fight happens and the animations of Bart's head as he's getting yeah. smashed. You got the great, the better joke just before that of... um. Just Put him up and he just puts his hand straight up. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. So and then the whole fight is Pov Cam. Mm. You do not get a lot of that in The Simpsons, no. I think. Mm. That's a good point. Very just, rare. Yeah, the misshaping of Bart's head. Mm. But no, that's a good point. Like, this is a, the series in its absolute infancy. They were trying and finding yeah. a stride yeah. with what this. Hell, yeah. And so, yeah, they were making a lot of, like, different animation choices that don't mm. necessarily become the standard for The Experiments. Simpsons. Experiments. Last uh, index or last index I was on when we've got uh, Homer analyzing the various people walking around looking for a man for Selma. It's just uh, throwing yeah. like a yeah, yeah. 
yeah, the Terminator HUD. Yeah, complete stranger. Pros, nice stride. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the animation of Bart's head, how it contorts with each punch. Yeah. Like, I love the look of that. And then when he shoves him in the bin and you get, like, again, the POV oh, cam inside cat. the yeah. bin. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that was great. And then seeing the bin roll off over the hills into the distance. And like all the way home. Yeah. Where he has, then he ends up just crawling to the front door. You really feel yeah. the pain. Like that, just that body ache. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's like his lackey studied the, a map of Springfield and was like, <laughs> well, look, here's his home. He yeah. needs to get home eventually. Now, conventional wisdom would tell you to kick him straight ahead. What you want to do is kick him slightly to the <laughs> right because there's a slight curvature to this street. <laughs> So then um, comes in, walks past the parents who are like, tough day at school. He's like, yeah. 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 Like, I think it's something like, uh, I learned, I paid the tremendous price of standing up for my sister. Yeah. Or something far more eloquent than Bart's usually saying, but that's fine. He's been very poetic lately. Oh, yeah. Especially in this, this episode. Yeah. I like early Bart because early Bart wasn't stupid. He was just a bad student. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's like before Homer became really dumb. They're not stupid. They're just like lazy and they take the easy way out mm. usually. Yeah. It's really uh, tragic the way he climbs into the bath and just starts crying. Mm -hmm. um, and when he goes, dad, please, I need help. It's yeah. like, oh, that's heartbreaking yeah. stuff, man. He kind of like hides behind the bath when he says, I, I, a bully. I, yeah. I, I, had, I, encountered, I had an encounter with and he hides away. A, a bully. Hmm. Um, the kids were really kids. Yeah, uh, and we've got the moment where Homer dries his eyes with the hairdryer. Oh yeah, classic, yeah. classic animation. Yeah. Moment, that yeah. that one shot there is but, indicative yeah. of the Simpsons. It's been copied in all their like scratchy cartoons and the oh, stuff yeah, where they can sure. be wackier. Yeah, um, they reference it again with Lisa when he's trying to cheer her up. And mm -hmm. but yeah, just to your point about them being kids, it felt like a kid story and. Like, well, yeah, the solution is to throw water bombs at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, see, that's the thing. When I was a child, I loved this episode. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think that's that's part of the reason why it was watching kids do like deal do with kids kid stuff. problems. Yeah. yeah. But in a way that was totally relatable as well, mm. and even in the language that they're using. Mm. Then. Um, I also super love when Marge comes in and she's sounds she's like. Here's that Homer's planning to teach him how to fight. And she's like, no, no, what you've got to do is sit down. Is this guy, you know, he's a bit heavy. Is he, and is he's he like, chunky? He's like, he's certainly chunkified. And he's like, and is he a bit dumb? And he goes, yeah, he's in all the same special classes I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Homer pulls him aside and does the, the fight training with the bag. And yeah. uh, I love the uh, all the animation here. Uh, this uh, is uh, how uh, you do it. Going to the bag. <laughs> Rips it apart. Didn't see that coming, did you? Well, Shows how to punch him in the family jewels <laughs> and fight dirty. Like. I, and I like that. I feel like there's a throwback to this in the episode where Homer has that fight. Uh, it's just scream, I'm a hemophiliac. <laughs> and when they yeah, turn and start sobbing. Dirty. And when they yeah. turn around, kick him in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says that hitting someone in the family jewels has been a Simpson trade secret for generations. And then it cuts to Grandpa, who's like, I never want to hear the words family jewels on television Such again. a good callback to that moment. So uh, next uh, we have Bart. He goes, you know, Homer has told him, fight dirty. When you're thinking to throw a punch, go throw a glob of mud in his face. So... Next yep. day, Bart yep. Yep. comes around, sees Nelson, throws the mud and hits him just nothing. There's a little thought bubble of Homer pop up and he goes, family jewels. And Bart yeah. takes a swing, but he does the classic cartoon thing of holding his forehead back so we can't get to him. And uh, then switches to Homer's thought bubble again. He's just... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, goes I, all the cringe moments where he's, Bart's getting pummeled in the in this 
off screen, but you can hear the sounds. Yeah, the oh, so old thought bubble. Uh, it was a trope by this point, but yeah, always good. But um, it was an interesting choice that they had the background um, black and with stars. Yeah, like strange, wasn't it? Um, yeah, uh, it's like there's nothing I can specifically point that's like wrong or right about it. But it's, it's just an not interesting what choice. had been done up until that point in, in like Roadrunner and stuff. No, it's always yeah, white background and the character there. Yeah, so Bart gets rolled home again in the bin and then coughs oh, up man. the hat. Coughing up the hat. Lisa's like kind of licking ice cream and kind of has this <laughs> bit where he rolls up behind her and comes out. Oh, Bart. Yeah, and then coughs it up again in the treehouse later. That's great. And he just hangs it on the hook by that point. He's just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Lisa advises him to see Abe Simpson. Yeah, go see Grandpa. He's the toughest Simpson alive. Remember the fight he put up when we put him in the retirement home? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then he goes to... The retirement home and says, oh, I'm here to see Grandpa Simpson's like oh, third dank man. room on the right. Hey. He, I'm here to see Grandpa and every head yeah. sticks out the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone here is called Grandpa. <laughs> Dear TV producers, we uh, I hate the way old people are portrayed. We are not rock and roll sex fiends. Some of us <laughs> are bitter and old. Don't want to see the following three words on TV again. Raw. Party family jewels <laughs> and yeah. like obviously the whole irony that this is on a tv show that's so funny was it party i thought it was horny i thought it was horny could have been party because he was doing rock and roll sex fiends but party yeah. I, yeah, thought I, thought it, I thought it was Lee. rock horny and uh, family jewels bra also, i thought it was raw yeah. I thought it was bra. Either way, he's got a lot of words to complain about. And bra. I have to say Someone that this is act. the exact kind of uh, letter I expect like Grandpa Beach to be writing. <laughs> like, <at laughs> Dear internet. Why wait to be a grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way 30-somethings are portrayed in the media. Sorry, guys. It was bra, horny, and family jewels. Yeah. Wow, I got it all wrong. They were only the first three of a list. He said, I've got, he, I'm, he, for, from here on, I'm going to make a list of things that I just don't want to hear again. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa Bud arrive at Herman's Military Antiques. We have the great opening line from Grandpa, which is, um, do you have the large type of soldier of fortune in yet? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, so good. Hitler's teeth are on, the, on sale in the window for two bucks a piece. That's right, that's right. Genuine Hitler teeth. Yeah. Yeah, Herman is just fantastic oh, as, so a char- as a character. Yeah, he's yeah. got, again, yeah. great line of, how many men do you have? None. You'll need more. Yeah. <laughs> His Harry Shearer voice still has, like, overtones of Burnsy and Smithers in it, but... Mm. The, the writing is just so in touch with like well these days with the alt-right American yeah totally just incredibly fascinated with war because they secretly want to be a part yeah, of one yeah, yeah. yeah and you can tell like yeah just he didn't have an arm so he probably didn't get to fight in a war so yeah, he had and to and there's the, this is actually the first instance of this the sound cue that will go throughout the rest of the episode they kind of yeah the trumpets which I think and this is a very strong thing I think it's from Patton I'm not sure. There were a bunch of scenes from Patton, like yeah. in the training montage and oh, stuff. Absolutely. Really? Um, a lot of classic uh, war movie references. I'm pretty sure there's a Full Metal Jacket reference as well. So many. So Isn't many that the of one those. With the, 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 like the soldiers reflected in the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more thing in the the jungle gym by sunset. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it is. It's been a long time since I've seen um, the jacket. Even the the marching while chanting thing. Yeah. Um, and the, the first they do it, a blue sky marching towards them to, mm-hmm. to, to the training, and then red sky as they march away to war. Yeah. Um. Oh snap! And and when they first introduce one arms McGillicuddy, he says, uh, "Good afternoon, young American citizen," or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, fellow patriot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Along those lines. <laughs> Fucking brainwashed kind of way to say hello to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I love is 
oh, we need a declaration of war. Uh, <laughs> yes, this declaration from the Franco-Prussian War. Yep, that'll do yep. it. Which has changed Baron von Bismarck to Bart Simpson. I like Bart's little side with Grandpa. Like, I think this guy's crazy. He's like, yeah. no, no, no. So-and-so is crazy. This guy is completely nuts. We can't <laughs> lose. <laughs> and like Bart looks like legitimately concerned. Yeah. You know, like, what have I got myself into? Yeah, they, and they pass around the note. Meet at 1500 at Bart's Treehouse in the back. It's 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, can't promise you victory. I can't promise you good times. Never right. leave. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. I promise you victory. I promise you good times. Yeah. Today it's predictable, but I, I love it as a joke. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I, I think th- if they did it today, they would have paced it really badly by trying mm. to rush it. It's not a fast joke, but it works really yeah. well. It's, it's a very Springfield thing as well. It's like, oh, well, this isn't going to be fun. I'm yeah. Gonna... Yeah. This is. It's like a micro for the macro for every town hall meeting they have. Mm. Every mob rule meeting, like in the last one, the mob rule thing. Yeah, yeah. And I also, um, I don't, I can't remember exactly where this comes in, but uh, where Herman and Grandpa and everything are standing around, they're directing, you know, like this is Elm Street's going to be the hub. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We'll use the classic pincer move. It's a 10-year-old. It can't lose. Uh, (laughs) So what is the pincer? um, Uh, It's where you have two sides come in from either direction to form a sort of pincer. Oh. Mm. Elm Street's going to be the hub. Uh, uh, the, the, the Greeks knew it. The, the uh, Persians knew it. Persians knew it. it and now you know it. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is when we're in the whole sound off montage where they're cutting between, yeah, but doing the sound off chant and scenes of uh, montage. Various training. Yeah, various training exercises and using like a very suburban setting for um, how they practice the thing. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying before, the the monkey bar, jungle gym thing, and the great bins and yeah, yeah. Just how how kids would recreate these things. It's yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, like a kid's idea of how you do a training montage. It's just fantastic. I I did like where you know there's there's the one kid that's like I can't take oh, the barking anymore. Yeah, they slapped him. Yeah, and then I really like Grandpa Simpson's lights. Like, you can march them off a cliff. You can send them out to die. But for some reason, you can't slap them. So yeah. apologize. <laughs> that's a reference. Is that pattern? That might be pattern. I feel like that's pattern. Yeah. Um, beautiful. I just had this click where I'm like, uh, if a guy lost an arm as a kid and never went to the, never went to, to war, mm-hmm. never joined the army, da, 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 da. Yeah. His training montage would be made up of what he'd seen in pattern, right? And yeah. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Mo- like, it's a reference and it's not a reference and it's a reference of him referencing the reference and stuff. Nice. I like that. That feels really neat. I would absolutely like to think that's what... Um, I know. Doesn't that work neatly? was going for. Yeah. Okay, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I've just updated my head the way I look into that. Uh, yeah, they organize a water balloon oh, barrage yeah. on Nelson and... But it's like, uh, the balloons say happy birthday. Is that okay? Or would it prefer they death say death from above. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep. So Nelson's leaving the quickie mart. They've all got slushies. Bart shows up, stops him, and he's all yep. like, time to teach you a lesson. You're like, oh, yeah, who are you and what army? This army. And they're yeah. everywhere. And I like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there's like four shots of like various groups of kids all surrounding him. And then, of course, there's one kid whose balloon just pops without yeah. him doing anything. Because who hasn't had that of, I'm going to get this guy. He doesn't even... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All the animation of the water balloon fight, it just looks great. Mm-hmm. Like, this is one where I'm like, I'd like to explain why everything's so good, but no, just go watch it. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful it's piece of animation, especially for the first series. Uh, there's yeah. the part where his little Nazi henchman, like, yeah. we were just following orders. 
Nurse. Giving out the new, old <laughs> Nuremberg defense. Yeah. And did you notice that when like all the kids go to Swamp Nelson and like and like the two you know lackeys join in, like they're like cheering from the side as <laughs> yeah. well. They just turn like that. Yep. Children. Terrible Nazis kids. for you. That's That's why you can't rule lackeys with fear. Mm-hmm. Got to rule them with cupcakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, the kids surround Nelson, just barrage him, and then they tie him up in the little red wagon. Yep. And yep. the sailor yep. kisses Lisa. <laughs> then she slaps him. Yeah. You. <laughs> As yeah, for the iconic photo, and then. Yeah. But I also love. Uh, you know, he gets to the end. Bart goes to untie Nelson, and Nelson's just like, as soon as I'm out of here. I'm going to beat you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just not going to untie you. You're going to have to sometime. Uh... And of course, Herman has thought this out and has the... Oh, yeah. Draws up a piece of cord. It's, it's yeah. a real pickle, you know? I mean, kid, no one thinks that step ahead. Oh, no. shit. Now, now what do I do? But you know yeah. what I love is while they're drawing this up, Nelson's sitting tied up. Next to Next Homer to on Homer. the couch. It's like, yeah. are you going to sign it, kid? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but I like how like, um, they totally reset the um, character back to zero as well by going, he agrees that Nelson will have no actual power. He will remain a figurehead of menace in the community. <laughs> and that's sort of what he does become. He becomes mm. a figurehead of menace with no real power. Mm. Um, and if the blueberries are too tart, <laughs> yeah. dust them with some confectioner <laughs> sugar. <laughs> But I love that. I also like that up until that point, the war has been really serious. Bart's been like legitimately injured by this kid. Mm. And at the end, mm. like you do kind of, when you're a child, you, you have these big blobs and you go back to being friends. Yeah. You know, like they all end up sort of like, it all comes back to just being kids playing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys done with your little war games? Have some cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now let's forget all this with some strawberry ice cream. <laughs> it really did feel so 80s. I mean, yeah. I know yeah. this is an episode from it, the well, 80s. It ended with a freeze frame of them cheersing their cupcakes. No, Nelson and Bart. Guys, <laughs> it ended with a moral from Bart. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. shit, it did too. War he's is he's sitting in the library and it's like, hey guys, let's wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. War yeah. is terrible, except for the following. The War of Independence, World War II, and all the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> the original. Uh, no, he didn't even have to say it. Didn't it was just the Star Wars original. trilogy at that time. <laughs> oh, lucky child. No wonder he's so innocent. Mm-hmm. Time for the questionnaire. You know, we had some fun on today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, drugs are not good. They're great. <laughs> Storyline wise, yep, it was an A, complete A, absolute A, 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 A. A. Yeah, we're, we're going to call those ones the Fonzies from now on. <laughs> we're going to forget that. Yep. Just like. I can't remember what. <laughs> a certain I don't know what. Uh, so, <laughs> this is going to be pretty cut and dry. Did this feel like yes. an episode of The yes. Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it did. Pure, uncut Nicaraguan. <sighs> yeah. Um, just to briefly say on this question, for a show that was still trying to find its feet, and in season one, look, it's a mixed bag. There's some mm. good, there's some great, and arguably this is the best. Like, this, yeah. Yeah, in this season, I mean, there's other part, there's other parts that we're gonna really enjoy, but this just, yeah. it's like dis- distilling everything The Simpsons is, mm. and to yeah hit on so much of what the show would become so early. Like maybe it's just because so much of it is wrapped in John Swartzwelder's um, yeah, Swartzwelderian, yeah. yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, His man Musk, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, play count. A million. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots. Infinity. I that 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 hat getting coughed out after the the the, the bin roll. I th- I see it when I close my eyes. I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, when I've had a hard day, that's what I think about. That's yeah. like, that's how it feels. Yeah. Go home, cough up your hat. Wonder <laughs> whose hat Hanging on the peg. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't even leave with a hat. Climb Don't in the bath and cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, actually, I mean, temperatures reaching over 40 degrees. So that's a lot of what my afternoons have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can't use the hairdryer to dry your tears because it's too fucking hot. Seriously. <laughs> Craziness. So, any memories of how this episode influenced your life? Oh, Lots man. of stuff is I mean, stuck. It's with almost me here. too young to analyze like that. Mm. I mean, this is actually this is the first episode I remember seeing of The Simpsons. Yeah. So I remember the living room and going down and watching it with my siblings. And yeah, I think I've grown up with this. My this has been with me my entire mm. life. You know. Mm. Yeah, it's I know you shape. use the rhyming dictionary line every so often. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? We are young and we are married. We got a rhyming dictionary. dictionary. That's it. <laughs> Any jokes that you only just noticed on this viewing? Well, the Hitler teeth was not yeah. picked up on. Um, I definitely didn't get the uh, large print edition of Soldier of Fortune. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Because uh, I didn't know that was. A- I also love sort of watching it and seeing Herman. As uh, as a nut, as this yeah. crazed guy yeah. who's never a war veteran, has no experience, um, and just runs a, a shop full of his his bullshit. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was like, they're going to see this military weapons expert, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing that he's yeah, absolutely mental. wackiness. The dream sequences, yeah, but they're dream sequences. They're allowed to be wacky, organic yeah. and inherent to the story, and really indicative of how a child exaggerates the sense of fear i think um, yeah. like I while saw- it's uh, like visually wacky like objectively but going to the war veteran for advice on on how to wage war against a bully that's pretty wacky yep. that's where that's where things sort of ramp up from getting advice from your family on how to deal with this yeah but he went to grandpa and grandpa was getting bullied by the other grandpas in the <laughs> yeah. yeah that's so right. like, yeah it w- oh it yeah, an- first appearance of Jasper and he's yeah. a jerk. <laughs> but yeah, there's an escalation of who he's going to for advice. First it's Homer and that doesn't work. Yeah. And Marge yeah. throws in her two cents, uh, which he doesn't try, but you feel like it wouldn't work. Goes to Grandpa and then Grandma's like, no, this guy. Yeah. So yeah. you get there. Um, Bart being able to swallow his whole hat and not choke and rolling yeah, yeah. around yeah. yeah. in a garbage can. Again, it's wacky, but it's not, it doesn't detract anything. I feel like the levels of wacky... Uh, you know, when when we hit like the random nineties mm. and two thousands, wacky became like utterly bizarre. Yeah. Wacky yeah. became fortune telling out of source. You know, this had wackiness, but it was regular sort of little cartoon level wacky. Yeah, it's not you know? lol so random kind of right yeah. wacky. It's it's yeah. And suddenly it's a whole sense. school of kids going through a war training montage. That's wacky. That is mm. heart. Man, I felt the heart in that bathtub scene yeah. and him leaping to her, Lisa's, uh, Lisa's defense. defense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good, yeah. good brother sister moments. Yeah, and even grandpa when he's like trying to find help, it's a desperate moment. And grandpa's got some good lines to help mm. out his grandson. Oh, and I love the moment where grandpa takes the opportunity to water bomb my Homer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gray haired kid up in the tree, come down here. There was heart when. He went to the retirement home and asked for grandpa and everyone there stuck their head out saying, yeah. is it for me? Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Visit your grandparents, kids. Because mm. one day they'll visit you. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky visit. 
But yeah, I felt the heart all over this episode, and it's one where it actually didn't ramp up to the a big heart moment at the end. Mm. And, yeah, and as we've said, it's very relatable, so you do you know feel bad for Bart because we've all been there. So, so maybe that's it. Like you get that real like kick in the heart, and then you get like the victorious um, feeling for Bart. Well, you do have like the the sort of sitcom wrap up. Mm. You know, at the end where they're all just, they all go back to being friends, you know. Yeah. like the They kids all are, drank lemonade. The Sorry, that's end. not sick. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry ice cream. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, Sorry, where were we on question? <laughs> we are up to the part where I ask you yes or no. Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. All right, so put it in a playlist. Uh, Herman episodes. Uh, cupcake episodes. Nelson put, episode. Put this in the one where Lisa experiments on Bart using cupcakes. Ooh, Ooh nice, not bad. Nice. Uh, brother sister bond. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kid centric episodes. Yeah. Dream sequence, nightmare sort of stuff. Surreal dreams. Um, I, uh, war references, like movie yeah. war references. Simpsons is a bunch at of that. war. Yeah. Um, nice. And yeah, just general grandpa episodes because he ends yeah. up being a big player in the second mm. and third act of this story. Mm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, put this with flying hellfish. You got yourself a winning recipe. Yeah, Grandpa bonding with Bart specifically. Definitely. Yeah, it hits on this surprising theme that Grandpa and Bart do actually have a good relationship. Mm. We saw it in the episode Boyhood. We saw it in the flying hellfish episode. Planning in the treehouse could go with the reverse vampires, for example. <laughs> or the um, one where they get a put a casino in the treehouse. Put house. a casino in the treehouse. Yep, yep. Or with uh, four-way ownership of the comic book. Yep. Mm. Oh my god, that's such a good episode. Do you want me to save that one for you? Yes, please. Done. Mm. That is saved. I hope I remember to do that. Yep. <laughs> the next episode I hear, I'm just like, you bastards. <laughs> Let's rank this thing! Woo! Yes! Yes! God, it's hot. Actually, I actually don't know how to rank this one. Like, It's tough, yeah. It's so hard to compare this to... to the later years, I right. think. This one especially. I think, I mean, I'm going to assume we're all sitting at a gold cubic yeah. area. Yeah. But where do we land? It's it's tough. It's it's a cubic. Like, mm. um, I don't usually like to argue the whole, um, you got to remember the time of the when it came out. Mm. Because, like, I think objectively something's bad, it's bad. Like, and something's good will hold up. Yeah. Um, and this objectively is excellent yeah and that's why i have no shame giving it a cubic um so yeah total cubic zirconia from me let's go to beach next yeah no i'm actually on cubic as well Uh, it's it's tough because mm, it's it's hard for me to call it essential like if someone told me they'd never seen this one i'd be surprised but i wouldn't be stunned but i do think this just has really good storytelling the jokes are really good flow is mostly great i do think it lags a little bit during the montage uh but it is, yeah, pure undiluted Simpsons. Mm. So um, I'm on board with giving that a cubic. All right. So Claire? Yeah, you can't forget where it all began. And I think I would probably... There are plenty of uh, episodes in the later seasons that I would pick to watch over this one again. Mm. However, if I was going to pick like maybe two or three episodes from the first season to show somebody and be like, oh, yeah, these are the ones that are going to set you up for the rest of it, yeah, this would be like the main one you know you have to watch this you get every family member in there mm-hmm. you really get a sense of how they all work and what their characters are it's it's just a really like solid episode mm-hmm. and it's really funny like there yeah. are plenty yeah. of jokes in there that even though it's it is a little bit hackneyed and they do have the you know moralistic ending and everything it's still 
it's still a really, really funny episode. So, yeah, cubic. All right, all right. Uh, Danny? What does your heart gut say, man? I can see other episodes in this ser- in this like season one and comparatively see how much better it is mm. as a series. Like, it's kind of what pushed me over as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of the first two seasons, even though they are so... Still finding their feet and mm. experimenting and stuff. Um, but there's episodes... I mean, the Christmas one and the Thief one and all the, all the sort of things that where they're still great to watch, but they haven't got that same sense of well-roundedness as a story. And this is gripping and it draws you in and it's complex and it's layered and all the characters are really poignant and heartwarming and at the same time everyone has a very different, distinct flavor to each other and different personality. Mm-hmm. And that's all expressed in such few lines from each character. It's brilliant writing. Yep. Um, and very hard to compare it to the mid, the t- teens and then the HD seasons. But that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the comparing show. 100%. I think this is definitely a computer... A, a cubic... A, a computer... Computing I think it's that thing, it, that thing at the top. It's easy for people to say, "Hey, there's there's episodes in the later seasons that I'd prefer to be watching." Da 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 da, because they are faster paced, and you know when you already know what's going to happen, that keeps you interested without having to. But for someone who hasn't seen this the first time, this would be just gripping and exciting, and I I, I can't wait to see it again. They were still finding their stride here. For a season where they're finding their stride, this is their stride. Yeah, they got it five in and then they could lose it for a little bit. But yeah. I think it's already exactly where they're going. So, look, thank you at one word long on uh, Twitter. Um, your uh, prize box will be sent out. Post haste. Post haste. Posting it post haste. <laughs> <laughs> that was episode 34. Thank you guys for joining me in the dank this evening. And yeah, go follow at one word long and check out www.flimspringfield.com. Um, for their blog, but more importantly, check out our website at <laughs> Um I what? presume you're checking that out right now if you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what you're doing. Yep. Just stare at the spreadsheet. Don't don't go on the internet for anything else. Refresh every so often so we get hits up. Yep, yep, yep. I've been your host, episode J. O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> And what are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm not tapping out, yep. and I never will because taps are for turning, not for <laughs> tapping. Tapping. Yeah. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... I'm Beach and I'm funny! <laughs> okay, so, this was the one where Ruth Powers was... Everyone's looking at me like, oh my god, Because you keep fiddling with your mic stand, I'm gonna... Uh, it's great. I can't no. use any of this. <laughs> Put your mic stand in one position and don't fucking touch it. Take four. <laughs> Alright. But now I can't see your eyes. Oh, you just got to close one of them. (laughs) And ladies, uh, up close, yes, they are that green. Yeah, Yeah, if any couples are listening to this, just fuck, because we're we're out of material. (laughs) You can stop listening.
so with our rankings, we rank on our six and six on this show. That was fun. Um Yeah, I mean, what's pride worth when you can make some sweet, sweet money? Capitalism. Hey, pride don't pay the bills, man. Wow. That's like your justification for whoring. Like What's yours? Wow! <laughs> <Pete>. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Hey, you started it. I stand it in one decisive it's true, you did. Careful with that burn <laughs> page. It's already quite hot in here. I know, right? Start a fire. So yeah, just for all of you out there, it is fucking scorching hot today, and yeah. the dank could not be mustier. We have all kind of lost our minds a little bit. We're very sorry. Oh, yeah. Before, when Elliot said America's fucked, he didn't mean it in like an offensive way. It's more like we worry they know about how we the mean future. It. They know. Oh, yeah. It's um, Look, you see a kid playing with matches and you don't want to like just take the matches off the kid. You want to yeah, go do. to the parents and you say, hey, should your kid be playing with matches? You know? That's a kids terrible fucked. analogy. What, what if the parents are like, yeah, it's, it's his favorite toy. Why? Why would we take that away from him? Yeah, and that's the position we're in right now. No, it's like a child's playing with America <laughs> and he gets a box of matches out and nobody <laughs> stops him. And those ma- matches are actually nukes and the sand pit is... Nope. You've ever done all of it. Take it out, Jerry. It's overcooked. <laughs> that was a good bit. You're you're just stating an alternative opinion. (laughs) It's too hot today. 